0: 10 to 1, episode 111.
1: Top 10 Actors Revisited.
2: Welcome to 10 to 1.
3: The podcast where we make top 10 lists about everything. I'm
2: Melissa Kozer.
3: And I'm Brian Kozer. And for the first time after 110 episodes... We are revisiting a topic, so we're doing actors revisited, and not just doing our own list over, but we're going to have a couple special guests. Welcome back, Megan, and welcome for the first time, Josh.
4: Hello, thank you. Yeah,
3: husband, Josh. Yeah, I'm sister, very Megan. True. Brother-in-law, bro in law Josh.
4: There you
3: go. So, uh, yeah, we. This is one. So, okay, we made this episode the first time in 2016 if you can believe it uh in three weeks it will be exactly three years uh since we made this and uh you know we've seen a few movies since then and uh just looking back at how at least for myself how i made the list there's some people that will not be making the list this time some new faces so that's why i wanted to revisit this one uh how about you Melissa? is this one that you had wanted to revisit or was i the only one pushing for this
2: I mean, I was making a list ever since you mentioned that you wanted to revisit this, but uh, I don't feel like my tastes have changed dramatically in actors, as opposed to some other topics that we are definitely going to have to revisit.
3: Okay, yeah, we'll see how it goes. I'm really curious. We'll look at the end of our old list and see how much it changed. I think mine's going to change quite a bit. I haven't haven't gone back and looked at it yet, but I know it's going to change a bit. All right, so back to Megan and Josh Uh, so uh, tell us about yourselves briefly what you do and then tell us why are you qualified to talk about actors
0: okay well right now we're both working at Pensacola Christian College in Pensacola Florida Uh, I'm working at the little hotel thing that they have for guests Mm -hmm. and uh, Josh teaches there
1: yes I um, actually teach theater acting public speaking and help some of the students that are theater majors there to hopefully become better actors. So is
0: that why you think you're qualified? I mean, that's <laughs>
1: why I think that's why I'm here, but
3: Yeah, so how many how many plays have you guys been in together at the college?
1: Oh, um honestly together there's not that many.
0: Maybe maybe two or three, do you think? Three. We've
1: only been in a few plays together. Oh, oh right. I'd
0: say three together. Oh, and, okay. then and then you've been And then total. In...
1: Total for me is 11 different plays. Nice.
0: Total for me is a couple less than that. <laughs> yeah. But Plus uh,
3: opera workshops. Yeah. And oh, right. Performances like yes. that. Yep.
0: I mean, it's a little different than uh, movie acting, I'm sure. But um, I think I'm qualified because <laughs> back in the day, I knew about many different actors <laughs> How tall they were when they died, and the uh, how they died. So I think that yes. qualifies me.
3: <laughs> you were an IMDb,
0: uh, yeah, it was aficionado. It was, yeah, but I don't remember most of that, so That's I'm not good. really qualified. But thank you for having me anyway. <laughs>
3: <laughs> nice. All right. Uh, so let's talk about how we made our lists real quick. Uh, I remember the first time I made this list. Uh, my thought was, okay, what are the actors that have made me watch something just because they were in it? Mm. And I think that was a good thought, but it ended up being people that even you know, ten years previously, I'd watched a movie because I liked them, and not necessarily someone that uh, was still one of my favorites. So that's partly why my list is going to change this time. I came at it more from, okay, I'm casting a movie. It's gonna be, you know, like a an Ocean's Eleven or something where it's just this big ensemble cast, and I can cast anyone from any time in this movie, and uh, you know, see them all on screen together. Who do I want to put in there? That's kind of the the way that I attacked it this time. Melissa, did you uh put anything like that any thought into it, or you just go through the movies that we'd watched and, and pick out names that you liked? I mean, you know what I mean.
2: Uh there's still a little bit of uh if this actor is in the movie, I'm automatically interested in watching the movie, even mm-hmm. if I don't really know anything about it. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's pretty much how I made
1: my life. Okay. How about you guys? Uh, well, for me, I actually wrote down three criteria to judge my actors oh, by. Nice. And so I chose them for one of the following three reasons, either for their personality whether it's on or off screen, Mm. Uh, their creativity in the role. If it's something that's been done a hundred times, did they bring something new to it or did they just essentially copy and paste what the first guy did? And then sensitivity as in how much emotional range did they actually bring to the role? Were they sensitive Mm. about it or was it just kind of one Overbearing emotion, like they were just angry the entire movie. If that was the case, they probably didn't get points for
3: that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, so it's so you try to be more objective. Would you still say this is a list of your favorite, or did you go more towards these are the the greatest actors?
1: These, yeah, I would say that these would still be my favorites. I, I'd still be personal preference. I tried mm-hmm. to be as objective in my personal preference yeah. because. I actually think this is the first time anyone has asked me what my top 10 <laughs> actors are. Ah, so I really had to think about, all right, how, how do I like actors? Why do I like other ones above others? And mm-hmm. I think it boiled down to those three categories. So they, each one of these in my top 10 succeeded in one of those three categories.
0: Mm. Mine, right. mine was definitely not that technical. I, <laughs> I just thought of, who I liked, and then I I did look at a list of like a thousand actors. If uh, there wasn't okay. anything I anybody I couldn't think of, and uh, mm-hmm. yeah, so I pretty much do I enjoy watching them, and that's pretty much all I thought of. So I also tried to put on a few uh, modern actors as well, because a lot of my uh, I would say multiple watches of different actors came from older movies, but I didn't want it to just be all uh, old actors but new i'd say for newer ones i i don't watch multiple necessarily of one actor it just kind of depends on the movie i watch i don't watch mm-hmm. it depending on who it's in so i thought of the ones that i like and that i've seen multiple things in
3: nice okay yeah i'm really really interested to find out what you guys have on your list because uh, i know yeah well we'll just we'll, we'll have to find out uh, who you guys like but uh if uh, for the actual how did i actually get the names for the list? I did go through uh, Letterboxd, which is our, uh, it's a website where you can log all the movies you watch, mm-hmm. keep track of all the movies you watch, and then, uh, you know, you can rate them or review them. I don't really review uh, them, but I'll try and usually put a rating on it, and uh, then, you know, I always like to have lists, of course, you can tell from <laughs> from listening to a hundred and 10 episodes of this podcast like making less and so i have that very easily uh, melissa got her onto letterbox this year uh megan and josh why aren't you on Letterboxed? you guys watch movies
0: maybe no. we should look into that yeah <laughs> after, after i'll, I'll this. be totally honest it's
1: is the first time i'm hearing about oh it, so. okay so it's, let me
3: sell oh, to you real quick yeah. it's like facebook but just for movies huh. so all of your status updates are just uh i watched this movie Hmm. basically and then if you want to put a rating if you want to put uh uh uh, some sort of comments on it you can and then uh yeah you you guys could be friends with us you could see what movies we're watching what what kind of stuff we like we can see what you guys are watching Hmm. and um then yeah you can make lists so this top 10 list is going to go onto letterboxd as a list uh yeah. Uh yeah, that's all, when, all sorts of fun things. That's
0: where you uh wrote your Star Wars review, right? Oh, you remember yeah. That? yeah. If yeah, you yeah. if you haven't heard that, everyone, yes, go check it out. It's pretty great. Okay. I'll put a link to so, it in the show notes. Yeah. <laughs>
3: my my apology for <laughs> Brian Johnson. Even though apparently that's not what happened, but
0: yes, another subject. But anyway, yeah, yep. we'll definitely have to check that out.
3: Cool. Uh we'll we'll uh we're gonna talk about that some more later. Awesome. So uh last thing before we start the list. Crossovers, you guys think we're going to have... Who do you think you're going to crossover most with? And do you think there's going to be any four-way crossovers?
1: I I definitely think there's going to be at least one or two four-way crossovers. um, Because uh, we we actually did listen to your original top ten actor list. And I don't know. I think if there's any consistencies from that list and my list now, we Uh may have a few. Interesting. Uh, But I feel like, honestly... I don't think me and yeah. Megan's... I, I-, I
0: think we might have one four-way crossover, mm. but honestly, I feel like there's not going to be a ton, ton crossover with mine mm-hmm. um, just because I feel like you and Melissa have seen a broader variety of movies that mm. I've seen, like kind mm-hmm. of maybe less well-known as well. So I I don't know. I I don't know if I'll have that many. Maybe I'm going to say... I'm going to say... Three at the most, but it might be less, two or three.
3: Okay, yeah, I think uh, you know there'll be uh, several where we're, we'll cross over with each other, but I think there's one or two possibilities on my list that could be four way crossovers. I, I wouldn't be surprised at all if there's, yeah, if there's two, but never, definitely not more than two. And then, uh, yeah, Melissa, anything else to add before we start the list?
2: No, I'm ready to get going. All right, let's Okey do it. Doke. All right, so my number ten did not make my list last time. And it is Leonardo DiCaprio. Oh, wow. huh. he is a really good actor. I've, mm-hmm. I've really yeah. grown to appreciate his skills. Oh. Uh, whether he's in Inception mm. or uh, one that he was terrific in was Catch Me If You Can. If you guys haven't uh, seen that I haven't seen that one. Yep. Mm-hmm. I like that That's a great yep. movie. Uh, or Titanic. And then mm-hmm. there's there's some other things that I've seen him in. But every movie I've seen him in, he. Uh, his character stands out, and uh, I'm definitely interested in seeing more movies with him. There was one on, on Netflix, and I forget what it was, but uh, next time we get Netflix, I want to watch that movie, because huh. uh, I know it's got him in it, and he's one of the main characters. So, hmm.
1: yeah,
0: it's my number 10. Okay. Oh, well... um I definitely like him more now than I used to. I think the first thing I saw saw him on was Man in the Iron Mask. and I don't know if you no. guys seen that, but he's so bad in that. Really? At least I felt like he was so bad. Interesting. Maybe it's just his character that I hated because he's just the spoiled brat. Maybe that's why. Right, but, but he
3: does play two different characters.
0: That's true. That's true, so. but for some reason, I just did not like him in that movie. That's interesting. But I saw him on- uh, inception and shutter mm-hmm. island and i thought he did mm-hmm. a really good job so he's he's rising up in the ranks but uh
1: yeah i mean he's always been a very enthusiastic actor and i've really enjoyed a, a lot of the movies that he's been in i think for me i don't do you think yeah. he's
0: overrated a little bit? no <laughs> i actually i don't
1: think that he's overrated i think that for a while i just kind of flipped him <laughs> off my radar because he was it was very clear that he wanted one thing in my, in in life, and that was an Oscar. Mm-hmm. And so there was a couple of movies where I was like, you are you are over doing your role for the sake of getting an award. <laughs> then he finally got it, and I was like, actually, no, that was a, actually a good performance. But for a while, I guess he was just kind of a running joke to me as he's literally just doing this for yeah. an award. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: he's not on my list, but I definitely don't. No, that's I, a, that's a good agree. pick. He's a good point. Yeah. Thank
2: you for your
4: affirmation.
3: My number 10, Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah, uh, good pick. I also think he's a good actor. My number 10. So uh, we watched, of course, uh, you kind of referenced, we're watching a bunch of old movies for our uh, movies before 1960s, uh, before 1960 episode, and uh, one person I had never seen uh, before we started looking at, at movies for that list, it was Buster Keaton, and he's my mm. number ten. Mm.
0: I thought he'd and be on your list. <laughs> I was thinking that too.
3: Yeah, he. Uh, so I'll go ahead and spoil it because I think on our 1960s episode, I said I like Charlie Chaplin better. I think I've changed my mind. I think I like Buster Keaton a little bit better. Uh, certainly, his shorts that we've seen are better. Mm. And, uh, yeah, I mean, his physical comedy is hilarious. Uh, I love that he oh, got, yeah. did his own stunts and, you know, some of the best stunts that I've seen. Um, I've seen him briefly in some spoken speaking roles. Uh, of course, he's, he's mostly or he made his name as a silent film actor and uh, not for the most part impressed with his uh, mm-hmm. speaking part roles, uh, but uh, he was good in. Oh, uh, what's the Judy Garland uh, remake?
4: Oh, in of- the good old summertime. In the good old
3: summertime, yeah. yeah. He's great in that. Uh, he's amazing in his silent film roles, and uh, he could be higher if he had made that transition to speaking uh, to to talkies, and uh, you know made made some really great movies there. But uh, I still feel pretty comf- pretty comfortable with putting him as my uh, number tenth favorite.
2: Yeah, I think. He might have made my, my tent as well if I had thought about him.
4: Hmm. Uh, interesting.
2: <laughs> oh, no. interesting.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah, thanks for showing us some of the shorts with him because the, the I think pretty much the only thing I'd seen was the Judy Garland movie you mentioned. And I know some people had, uh, you know, basically sung his praises like, oh, man, he's so, you know, he's such a great actor. And that's the only thing I saw him in. And he wasn't super... I don't know, he wasn't super anything crazy in that movie. So I thought, Mm -hmm. wow, really? That's the guy everybody thinks is (laughs) awesome. But just seeing a couple of those shorts, yeah, he was really great.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it takes a lot of talent and creativity to do what he does Which, I mean, a lot of the shorts that we were watching with you guys He's not even very expressive He just mm-hmm. kind of has a very deadpan face yep. <laughs> So literally, <laughs> the reason people fell in love with him Was just because of how creative yeah, he was at and physical and comedy Yeah, he's really right. good at physical Being yeah, able it was, to do all those different hilarious. stunts <laughs> And setting up these different jokes And telling these stories with using literally nothing Except his words, props, and whatever Horrible slapstick he could get himself into, uh, which I'm very impressed. He has a very durable body to deal with some of the punishment that he saw.
2: Yeah, but yep. some. Also, I mean, some people have a very funny deadpan face. Oh, yes. mm-hmm. yeah,
4: yeah, mm-hmm.
3: yeah, for sure. So, uh, you guys will have to watch uh, the cameraman. Uh, that that's a full length uh, film that we've seen. Been, okay, I think I think you guys would enjoy that as well. So that's my number ten, Buster Keaton.
0: Mm. Good pick. Okay, so my number 10, I went back and forth many times to decide whether or not to put this guy on my list because technically, yes, I have seen him in more than one movie, (laughs) but I love him for one movie, and it's one of my favorite musicals, so I had to put him on my list. Do you know what it is? I
1: I actually don't think I can. Robert, um, Preston? Yep.
4: Robert, Robert Preston. Yep. Robert
0: Preston. I'm so sorry. I know. I tried to keep him off, but he kept sneaking back on. I just uh oh, I just That's love a good That's yeah, great. I know. And it it's hard because, you know, he does he just does perfectly in that character. So mm-hmm. um I I don't know. I have technically seen him in a minor role in another movie. Hmm. Um so I really like who are probably we kidding? should it's the music. <laughs> yeah, but it's my list, so I put him on. Um but I just love how um I used to not like him just because I thought he wasn't good looking, which is really funny. But um, now that I'm older, I have yeah, better value. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> no, now I don't care about that anymore. <laughs> so, um, no, I just really love his energy in in the film. He's so energetic, and I just love how he plays the character. And um, I didn't enjoy it as much when I was younger because I didn't understand the story. Um, I didn't understand that he was a con man and everything. So uh, oh, yeah. I just really, really love how he plays the character. Um, it doesn't matter that he's not the most amazing singer in the world, that's fine. He gets <laughs> by perfectly fine without that. Um I don't know. I don't know what it is about him.
1: I will say <laughs>
2: There's something like when an actor is able to do their part in a movie so well that you cannot Mm-hmm. Envision anybody else filling right. that role so yep. well as they did. Mm-hmm. There's something to be said for that,
0: right? And even the the guy that wrote the play or wrote the musical uh, when they were putting it to a uh, film, because right. Robert Preston was, you know the played that part in the stage adaptation, he said, you can't do the movie unless you have Robert Preston in the role. Because I think they were thinking about Frank Sinatra or something like that, which I can't really see him uh, doing it. Goodness but, for that Yeah, role. but they just had to have Robert Preston in. I just love that man. <laughs> so that's my number 10, Robert Preston.
1: All right. Um, well, uh, as most, most of you may not know this, I think the people in this room do, but I am a big fan of of a lot of the superhero movies. And I would be remiss if I have watched 11 years (laughs) of different superhero movies and not have at least one person on here. Now, I will say this, full disclosure, uh, I'm not going to have a top 10 list of like all the Avengers or Justice League actors. Uh, Definitely not the Justice League (laughs) actors, uh, because... Well, we can get to that in another (laughs) podcast. But I needed to get at least one. Because, quite frankly, if I'm going to go and watch an entire film franchise for the past 10 years since my high school graduation, Mm -hmm. I feel like at least one of them earns a spot on the top 10 list. And so, with that being said, my number 10 is Robert Downey Jr. Mm, Of Um, course.
2: He made the honorable mentions for me. Yeah,
1: (laughs) yeah. And it's... He he earned a spot in, in the top 10 because... Quite honestly, the man has played one role for the past 10 years as Tony Stark, and frankly, he's done an excellent job of being able to have us fall in love with him at the beginning as kind of that lovable rogue, and everyone kind of made fun of him because, well, he's basically getting paid to be himself, which he (laughs) absolutely was. But honestly, what got him a spot for me, because I was exactly like that. I said, he's really not that great of a performer. He's literally just comfortable being himself in front of a camera. <laughs> and of course, who wouldn't be if you're getting that much money? Uh, but honestly, honestly, the one that put him on the spot for me was Endgame. To be able mm-hmm. to show a much wider range of emotions other than just smarmy, sarcastic, and a little bit mischievous. He mm-hmm. went from... Do I have to do like spoiler alerts on this? Uh yeah, that's a recent movie. A spo- so. Spoiler alert. Um if you still haven't seen Endgame first off shame on you. Second off, <laughs> go see it because it's good. Uh, but you've seen you see a whole transformation of his character from becoming a father to ultimately, again, full spoiler warning here. Uh, Iron Man does die in Endgame. <laughs>
0: oh, oh. <Uh-oh. laughs> Sorry, anybody.
1: (laughs) Sorry, (laughs) Megan. We're going
2: to pause here for a reason.
1: Keep going. (laughs) (laughs) All right. But yeah, being able... I I honestly enjoyed watching his character mature. And Downey did an excellent job of showing Mm. that maturity of the character. Which is hard to do when you've played the same exact role for the past Mm. 11 years. Mm -hmm. So that shows commitment. That shows talent. And it shows a lot of good creativity and personality. So Mm -hmm. my number 10... Robert Downey Jr. All right. Who doesn't love Robert Downey Jr.? All
2: right. Moving on to my number nine. It's Michael Emerson.
3: Whoa. And I've seen him
2: in two TV shows. One was Person of Interest. The other... All
4: right. The
2: other was... Possibly my favorite show of all time, Lost. Okay. Mm. I thought you forgot for a second. (laughs) Whatever. Uh, He was fantastic in both of those. In Person of Interest, he's this eccentric, uh, rich guy who built this supercomputer that's able to spy on everyone in the world or at least in the United States, and uh, is now trying to use it to, like, help help the little guy that nobody notices. And, uh, and then in Lost, he plays Benjamin Linus, and... We've
3: talked about for a lot of time yeah, on our Lost podcast, so, so go, go listen, listen to those. those.
0: <laughs> is he the bald guy?
3: No, no. that's... Uh... What is that actor's name? The character's name is John Locke in Lost. Okay, Uh, I don't think I know who this actor is. is. Carrie O'Quinn.
0: Okay.
2: Yeah, so um, he's amazing, and if you'll recall, he was like one of our favorite characters Mm -hmm. on Lost because Michael Emerson is an amazing actor, and so Mm -hmm. I want to watch more stuff with him in it.
3: Yeah. uh, uh, High honorable mention for me, and... I agree completely with everything you're saying. Um, for some reason, I didn't quite feel like I could put him on the list. I don't know. He's he, he is a great actor, and I like him a lot. So maybe he could have been on my list as well. We'll say he's my number 11.
2: My number nine, Michael Emerson.
3: Yeah. Have you guys seen him in anything?
0: I don't think so. Uh... Not a
1: lot. I think mm-hmm. I've seen him in a few supporting roles in a few things, and then honestly... Uh, looking at some of the stuff he's been in, I think I've heard him more as a voice actor in some of the uh, oh. animated Batman films. He plays a few of the characters oh. in that as well. Okay. But as far as an actual performer, I haven't seen enough Mm-mm. of him.
2: So you guys haven't watched Lost?
1: No. no.
0: <laughs> I wasn't allowed to. I was sent to bed. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but I know the ending, so I don't know if it's worth it. <laughs> oh, girl,
1: come on. I
3: don't. Have fun. <laughs> Do you know the ending? Do you? Anyway. <laughs> All right. Uh, so that was a good number nine for you. My number nine is uh, Tom Hanks. And he's oh, the, right? uh, yeah, the lovable everyman.
0: Of course. He's also my number nine. Oh, yeah. <laughs>
3: what a great time for a crossover. There you go. Uh, So I remember... <laughs> This is one thing I do remember from the last time I recorded was that I was like, oh, yeah, Tom Hanks, seen him in everything. And I was like, really struggling to (laughs) think of movies I'd seen him in. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, hopefully that wasn't too awkward on the podcast. But uh, let's see. So uh, obviously, as Woody on Toy Story, Mm -hmm. um, Catch Me If You Can, Green Mile, um, Captain Phillips, The Terminal, uh, some movies like that. You've Got Mail. Uh, we've seen a couple, uh, cheesy, uh, movies from his early phase when he was just doing really goofy, uh, stuff before he became Tom Hanks, uh, of course. And, uh, you know, even in that, he was pretty charming. And so, uh, maybe this is kind of a boring pick. Maybe this is like, uh, the vanilla ice cream of the movie world. Uh, <laughs> no. but, uh, I really enjoy him in movies and, uh, if I'm casting a movie... Uh, with ten of my favorite actors, then I want him to be in there.
0: Yeah. Also, Castaway. I think there's saw him in that. I I wish that I could say more about him, but I feel like some of the ones he's actually known for are the ones I haven't seen. Yeah. Like Forrest so, Gump, uh, Saving yeah, Private Ryan. Yeah, I haven't seen those, so mm-hmm. I'm, I'm really interested in checking those out because I want to see the ones he's actually known <laughs> for. He could probably skip. Them. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. I really uh, love I that movie. yeah, I think I've seen part of it, but. I don't know if I fell asleep or (laughs) (laughs) I haven't seen the whole thing, but I'd really like to watch, uh, was he in the green mile too? Have you guys seen that? Okay. Have you seen that one? No, I haven't seen that one. Yeah. It's a good movie. Yeah. So I want to check that out. Yep.
3: All right. Well,
1: that's our number nine. All right. So my number nine is kind of a little bit out in left field, but, uh, But it's a little bit out in left field. It's not one that, honestly, I thought was going to show up on my number 10. But kind of like what Megan said, uh, he just kind of kept coming back. And honestly, the reason I chose him was a little bit because of his personality. But then also because he's also probably... My family watches his movies almost religiously every single year. And so I was like, I, I mean, it's it's one of my favorite movies that I keep coming back to. Please so. tell
0: me it's not Will Ferrell.
1: It's, no, oh goodness no. Okay. But it's kind of in that same category. My number nine is uh, Steve Martin. Oh okay. <laughs> And, um, the reason that I picked him is because, okay, as, as far as his acting range, he kind of plays the goofball in a lot of stuff, (laughs) but what a goofball. (laughs) That's kind of the reason that I chose him. Um, you just can tell that he has an absolute blast whenever he is on (laughs) camera. Uh, some of my favorite movies that I've seen him in are, uh, Cheaper by the Dozen, the remake, the first one I enjoyed. It was a fun, it was a fun run. (laughs) It wasn't like my all time favorite, but I laughed when I watched it, okay? So I kind of accomplished its basic goal as a comedy. Um, the other one that I love is uh, Dirty Rotten Scoundrels oh, with yeah. him and Michael. It's yeah, it's amazing. It's a fantastic comedy. If you haven't seen that one yet, it is hilarious. Um the way that they play off each other is fantastic. But the one that honestly locked him into my top 10 list was both movies here, Father of the Bride mm-hmm. and Father of the Bride Part 2. Mm-hmm. Um and if you guys have not seen those, nope. they're oh they're oh, they're very good. Okay. First off, it showcases Steve Martin's just classic comedy. But the basic premise of Father of the Bride is he is the father of the bride, his mm-hmm. daughter is getting married, and he's a very high-strung individual <laughs> and has to plan out this whole wedding that she wants to have at home, so he gets a wedding coordinator, they tear the whole house down, yeah, his so tux expensive. doesn't fit, It you mm-hmm. know, the budget's too high, mm-hmm. um, he's stuck in all these old times where, you know, the wedding was only a couple hundred bucks and... You know, the kids were out of the house as soon as possible, but now he's getting used to the fact that it's a big ordeal, and it's super expensive, yeah. and it's a... We'll have to show know. them
0: the part with the hot dog buns if they have to Oh, seen yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. um,
1: but but that's the one where he actually does... He He probably shows some of his biggest range as an actor, mm-hmm. where he still makes you laugh, he still does all the things that you kind of know Steve Martin for, but he also has some tender moments with his daughter as well, as mm-hmm. far as giving her away, and... You know, I'll I'll let you watch the movie, but that's that's kind of what locked me in because my family loves those movies. We watch them almost every single year. When we're not sure what to watch, it's Father of the Pride. <laughs> so my number nine, Steve Martin.
0: Good pick, babe.
1: Nice.
3: Yeah, he so he made our top ten stand up comedians list. So I like I, I love him a lot. Uh I haven't seen as many movies with him. So that's why he is not going to be on my list. But uh, planes, trains, and automobiles. Oh, and yeah. No. You
0: haven't seen I, that. that that's one I haven't yeah, he seen. he hasn't okay. seen. I know. Yeah. That's the one I'll that have that to show him list. that one. Yeah. Yeah, if you
3: want to see his range, then that is yeah, also another show good them, showcase.
1: Maybe. The Oh, the other quick one, it's just kind of trivia here. Some of you, I think you guys know this, but him, he and Martin Short were also voice actors in Prince of Egypt. Oh, yeah. They were, oh, yeah. They were the magicians. <laughs> the, maybe not the strongest part of the movie, but they were there. <laughs> so another one to add to his repertoire. Uh,
2: well, I'm very intrigued by what you said of Father of the Bride. We'll have to check that. out. Oh yeah, out. definitely and go check those we're, out. We're also wanting to watch Little Shop of Horrors. So, mm. oh, those, my. Uh,
0: oh my, oh go my! <laughs> I saw a scene oh, from up that. For that one. <laughs> I saw a scene, and that's all I needed. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so uh,
2: that was your number nine. My number eight is Matt Smith of Doctor
1: <laughs> Who. I, I knew a Doctor Who was coming up here sooner or later. I love him in <laughs>
2: Doctor Who. So he was my favorite doctor. And <laughs> uh, he just had such a wide range <laughs> of acting in that like I, I read somewhere and I forget where it was, but he could play the part of a young boy or an old man. Or or just a regular you know, any, any age range in between there. Mm-hmm. So, well, and you see that reflected in the doctor. There are times when you feel like he's old and the weight of the world is on his shoulders. Mm-hmm. And other times where he's just this happy, almost childlike, child-like personality as he's enjoying hammocks and uh, fixing up this fun house that has hot water, cold water, lemonade. Coming <laughs>
1: Fish fingers body. and custard.
2: Body. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so... Uh uh one of my favorite scenes actually from Doctor Who and that's that's what I'm quoting from because that's what I've pretty much only seen him in <laughs> but uh it's where uh I think it's the oh, I'm blanking on their names now the the silver robots or whatever the cybermen oh, they me... uh they take over part of his brain and so he's switching back and forth from talking as the cyber cyberman doctor to regular doctor and he's going back and forth and like his, uh, the way he acts back and forth there is, is terrific. I love that. It's just a testament to how, how great an actor Matt Smith is. Mm -hmm. Uh, I saw that he was in a TV show called the crown and I really wanted to watch it just because he was in there. (laughs) But then like we got busy there. There's so much to watch. Uh, (laughs) I was like, well, I'll I'll watch something else with Brian that he, Brian's interested in, that we're both interested we watch in. watch it. I'm, I'd watch I it. I'd check it out. It's, it's
1: got a high rating. Mm-hmm. Um, watch it
2: sometime. And I'm not into this type of movie, but I saw that he's Mr. Collins
1: in Spider-Man <laughs> <part of Virginia laughs> Zombies.
0: Yeah, I saw that, too.
2: <laughs> I kind of want to watch it because he's in it.
0: <laughs> and then
2: I just found out that he's going to be in Star Wars Rise of Skywalker.
1: Mm, what? I do not want mm, to watch really? that movie. Huh. But
2: Matt Smith is in it, and so huh,
0: that's interesting. There's there's one
2: little
1: so shine. Every cloud has a silver lining.
2: <laughs> <it. laughs> so yeah, I I just think Matt Smith is fantastic.
1: I honestly I didn't even think of him, but now that you yeah, mentioned I him, um, I had no clue what Doctor Who was. Or anything about it. Until I saw an episode with Matt Smith. And he was actually the doctor that got me into the show. Oh yeah! Yeah, definitely a great performer.
2: So that's my number 8. Matt Smith.
1: Alright.
3: Not surprised he's on there. Even though we've only seen him in Doctor Who. So, uh, I realized I made a mistake. And I was positive I put this person on my list. But I had left him off and... You know, I'd been looking at my list and thinking, uh, "This is nine really solid actors," uh, and I'm not sure who to put for ten. So, sorry, I had to just rearrange my list uh, to bump this person up. I'll tell you who it is later. But uh, sorry, Megan, I'm removing Tom Hanks from my list. No more crossover. Um, instead, I'm sorry, uh,
4: Tom. <laughs>
3: <laughs> instead, my number nine is going to be Simon Pegg. Uh, I'll just do, do him real quick. <laughs> what? I don't see how you cannot appreciate Simon Pegg unless you haven't seen any Simon Peck movies. I've only um,
0: seen. Uh, I guess
1: I've only seen Mission as Impossible. As, yeah.
3: Oh well, those are. Fine. Those are anyways, not Simon go Peck movies Go ahead. <laughs> yeah. So what you guys have to watch is uh, Hot Fuzz, uh, The World's End, Shaun of the Dead. Okay. His his movies that he made with. Oh man, um, Nick Frost. Well, yeah, Nick Frost and Edgar Wright. That's the director. Uh, You have to see those. Uh, He plays three very different characters. Uh, Basically, he plays a, like, a sad sack, uh, stuck into a rut of just, like, taking his girlfriend to the pub or just sitting at home and never, um, you know, never doing anything romantic or never, like, becoming a man, kind of. And uh, then in the second movie, he plays this uh, super uptight cop. And uh, he has to go to this uh, sleepy uh, British town and be a you know instead of being in the city. And then the third movie, he plays this guy that peaked in high school, and he's just always trying to recapture the magic of of that. So kind of a more tragic character, and uh, he's great in all those. And then of course, yeah, he's funny in Star Trek, he's funny in Mission Impossible, but uh, I don't know, I I like him a lot, and. Uh, Then I'll I'll go ahead and move on to my number eight, because uh, I'm behind, so moving on to number eight, and (laughs) that is going to be uh, the one actress that I have on my list. Anyone want to guess real quick? I'm going to say... Not the same person as last time, so... Nope, then I'm not going to guess. Last
0: time was Anne Hathaway. Um,
3: Nope. Sorry, Anne.
0: Kate Blanchett? Uh,
3: No, I'm not a big Kate Blanchett fan. It's Judy Garland. Aww. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh... Some of her movies, like Easter Parade, I didn't really think it was that great, and uh, mm-hmm. Meet Me in St. Louis, I didn't think it was that great. But uh, in the good old summertime, I really liked, and I really liked her in the other movies that I've seen of her. Um, really like her singing voice, and yeah, uh, I don't know. Something about Judy Garland, that genus quoi that you were talking about earlier, Josh. Yeah. So, you guys have any comments on my ni- uh, nine and
1: eight, my new nine and eight? Okay, Simon well, Pegg and Judy Garland.
0: Simon Pegg can't really comment because I've only seen him on one yeah. movie. I guess yeah.
1: I guess that's my thing too. I I haven't seen enough that I can properly discuss Shaun of yeah. it, the Dead. You guys can't watch. Okay, I guess I'm just shocked that he would make a top ten. <laughs> yeah, I just feel just like there's at least nine more. or ten other actors yeah. that I would have put before him. But <laughs> but you know what? That's because I've only seen him in Mission Impossible. So I yeah. I will give some of those movies a yeah, yeah. watch. You know
2: what? We could just uh, after this
1: podcast today for the late and
2: just
3: so sean peg marathon until yeah. 4, 4 a.m <laughs> no, father one. of the bride yes john of yes. The dead. Yeah, right. planes trains go. and automobiles yes yep yep all right <laughs> so that's nine that's my <laughs> Me nine and eight <laughs>
2: what, what do you
3: got megan what's your number eight
0: all right well um sticking with the older actors with your Going along with Judy Garland, mm-hmm. uh, I'm going to go with one of my favorite older actors. This is a uh, male. <laughs> <laughs> this time, <laughs> <laughs>
4: uh, ooh, <Josh>. edgy. <laughs> Settle
0: down, Josh. You're okay, she'll never meet these actors. Uh, he is tall, dark, and handsome. <laughs> um, so Gary he's. Grant. No, uh, no, I did consider him for my list. No, but it is Howard Keel. Oh, I had a very oh, hard time. Yeah. Yes, listen, I,
1: if you think he's attractive, I, I'm not even offended.
0: <laughs> <laughs> if
1: it takes Howard Keel <laughs> to draw your attention, that's a that's a compliment <laughs> to me. I
0: I wasn't sure if I should put him on either because uh you know a lot of his. Famousness? What's the word? A lot of his fame mm. Mm. is from. I can't think of the word. Uh, a lot of that is, I would say, from his singing voice because he has hmm. probably one of my oh. favorite singing voices of okay. any sure. on any musical or whatever. I just really love the you booming baritone. Man- oh, yeah, you could. Marry I love his, his voice. voice. <laughs> yeah, so I was trying to decide: is it just because of his voice, or do I like his acting? And I had a really hard time. Um, because I'm just going to say, I didn't put Julie Andrews on because uh, I felt it was more of her singing. Yeah. And so I was like, I'm not putting her on because yeah, of her singing. Yeah. Can I put him on because of his singing? Absolutely. So that's kind <laughs> of a double standard. I don't know. I I would put Julie, uh, Julie Andrews on here also mm-hmm. because of that. Um, but anyway, I love his singing voice, but I just love um, his character. I don't think you can really say he does that broad of character. He doesn't play that many different kinds of characters, so I guess Mm -hmm. I don't know. If you compare talent he might not be the best. But anyway, Mm -hmm. um I just love the character he always plays. He's this big (laughs) strapping guy. Um Seven Brides for Seven Brothers, he's in that one. Uh Annie Mm -hmm. Get Your Gun, Kiss Me Kate. There's a couple other movies I've seen with him. Oh yeah, Calamity Jane Mm -hmm. and everyone. You know, he's pretty much the same character, I guess. But he plays it so well. And I love him so much. <laughs> and he's just so romantic. And I don't know. He's just kind of what every girl wants. So, <laughs> obviously, you, babe. I love you the most. But I mean. <laughs> it's all good. It's okay. <laughs> you know I love you. So. <laughs> <laughs> does anybody else have any comments about Aragiel? <laughs> I've
3: only seen him in Seven Brides for Seven Brothers. So. Yeah,
0: I mean that's pretty much what he plays, but mm-hmm. I just think he does it so well. And um, he's usually somewhat of a little cheeky, I guess, a little bit of a slightly of a bit of a jerk. Not, but then he has the super sweet side. So anyway, I'm done talking about our deal That's my number eight.
1: All right. Um, uh, well, my number eight is also an older actor. Uh, he also is taller and has dark hair. So when you started <laughs> saying, to- no, it's actually not Cary Grant, but, um, he, he is, he is, uh, in my opinion, one of the most well rounded and versatile of most of the performers back in the day. And so for my number eight, Dick Van Dyke.
0: Oh,
1: okay. I thought he'd be on
0: your list. It's
1: almost everything he has done is a classic at this point. Mm -hmm. Mary Poppins, Chitty Chitty Bang Bang are two of the ones that I think I grew up watching a lot and I loved. Mm -hmm. Um, He's got a ton of energy, and the fact that even I'm not sure if you guys have seen Mary Poppins Returns, Mm -hmm. (laughs) uh, he has a brief cameo at the end. And That's can cool. and can still dance. That's like, the only like, good got part up of the with <laughs> the dancers and kept pace and Aww. like That's amazing. yeah, like the fact I that he's able that, to yeah. just like yeah,
0: just look up that one clip. That's all you need to see. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: and he's he's very lovable. Um, he's I mean I I've just been, always been impressed that he's kind of like a walking relic now. Um, <laughs> I mean he's like over ninety mm-hmm. years old and can still do basic dance steps and wow. everything else, and mm-hmm. still has a smile on his face. You can tell he's he's never stopped loving his yeah, craft he's just from day, loving day one, whatever he's doing, yeah. um, and so that was what one of the reasons he got on was for personality, and also just for creativity. I mean, you see some of those dance numbers that he does, the physical comedy—he's
2: amazing,
1: very very good. So um, that that's the reason that I kind of fell in love with him.
2: Well, and uh, just. I think we were watching uh, some of the Mary Poppins clips on YouTube, showing them to our girls. Mm. And Ryan mentioned to me that the part where he's dancing around with the penguins—oh, yes—he uh, didn't have any like anything to go off of. Mm-hmm. Uh, they drew he 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 danced, and then they drew the penguins around him.
0: Oh, uh, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And
2: so, just like that, like you said, the creativity is, in spontaneity is amazing.
1: And when you see some of those older movies like Mary Poppins, they just had these long, wide shots where mm. the actor was talented enough that they just kept the camera running. They didn't need any fancy angles or editing. And they said, look, just do what you do and we'll make the animation catch up with your talent. Mm. And I don't know. There's, there's very few people I can think of that are able to Sing, carry a tune in a bucket, uh, sing, act, and dance all at once. Um, very, very strong performance. My number eight, Dick Van Dyke. Well,
2: that's a good choice.
3: I do really like Dick Van Dyke. Did I mention him in the first podcast as like, uh, someone I, I'd as me or something? Oh, yeah. someone I wanted to play? I think he was an honorable mention. Oh, yeah. Who you'd want to play you. Yep.
0: Yeah.
3: Yeah. I, I, I do like school, him. About your life. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Just, it's a good thing I'm not British. <laughs> His, uh, cockney accent not great sorry <laughs> sorry dick
2: all right my number seven uh i believe he made my list last time and if he didn't well i'm glad he's making it this time it's alan rickman
4: he's oh. great uh
2: he oh man he is so terrific in die Hard. yes and then as Severus snape in the harry potter movies they it's it's again like i was saying earlier they could not have cast a better person to do that part, nope. uh, the part of Severus Snape. He was He's amazing. And uh, let's see. We watched Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, <sighs> which was an awful movie. It was terrible. <laughs> Alan Rickman was in it. Yes. And he was That's the sheriff of, the of Nottingham. And he was great as the sheriff. And so it's just one of those things where even when he's in a bad movie, he's still great. So I thought he deserved to be on this list.
1: Mm. Yeah, I I honestly, the reason I go back and watch Harry Potter movies is mostly because of Alan Rickman. <laughs> uh, I, He's definitely, he was the reason that Severus Snape is one of my favorite characters. And honestly, I think it was his story arc yep. that got me to start reading some of the books. Yep. Uh, yep. So nice. definitely, definitely a great character that he portrays. Does a fantastic job.
2: Brought magic to the character.
3: Yeah. Honorable mention for me. I really like him in Galaxy Quest. I think that might be my favorite oh, no. favorite <laughs> role of his. Just basically playing himself. <laughs> <laughs>
4: <So
3: great. laughs> All right.
2: My number seven, Alan Rickman.
3: Nice. All right. Getting back on track. I, I feel like I feel like I'm back back in the headspace. I'm I'm back making my list. And this is the person that I was sure was on my list because I was I was thinking about him earlier, and I was just thinking, man, I really like that guy. I wish he was still around. And uh, then when uh, we brought up Planes, Trains, and Automobiles a minute ago, I was thinking about (laughs) it again, and uh, John Candy is really one of my favorites. Um, Another one of those guys that basically always played the same part, he was always playing that earnest you He's know, playing
1: the John Candy part, yeah.
3: <laughs> Ernest, kind of dorky and yeah. kind of annoying, yeah. and uh, <laughs> always a little uncomfortable, <laughs> yeah. and uh, or clueless, you know. So, uh, yeah I, I i do really wish that he was uh, still around. He died at, he was forty four when he died, so
4: wow. very
3: Aww, that's young. Cool. Um, but uh, man, he was just such a joy to watch. And uh, there's a few other. Few others of his movies I haven't seen that cool I want to check Runnings. out. Cool Runnings. I have not seen Cool Runnings. <laughs> uh...
0: gotcha. Oh, is that the yeah. Jamaican yes. Bob yes, yes, I love that uh, one. I remember like that one. Yeah,
3: no, I, I would like to watch that one just because it has John Candy in uh, it. Oh, it must have been after so.
0: you were gone to college because we all yeah, we all saw that. It must one. have been yeah.
3: So uh, yeah, I I really like John Candy. Basically, I've only seen him in Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. I mean, and technically, I've seen him in Home Alone. And uh what was that really dumb movie, uh Vol- Volunteers, uh where he goes kind of crazy. It's and- him
2: and Thomas. Yeah.
3: yeah, it's a really terrible movie, but it's it was worth watching just to see John Candy. So uh oh, what are we on? Seven? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Rest in peace, John. My number seven, John Candy. <laughs>
0: So I just realized and I didn't have someone on here, so now I'm trying to figure out where I should put them. Melona
3: Bryan spreading <laughs>
4: Bryan.
0: Okay, so I think I think I know what I'm gonna do here. Okay, so I won't I won't go through all the bumping down, but I think I need to bump off Tom Hanks. And yeah, <laughs> sorry Tom, he's gone forever. And maybe he deserves to be on here. But anyway, nope, um out. so I'm going to say that my number seven is, uh, he was already mentioned and by by Josh of Marvel fame, Uh. Robert Downey Jr. (laughs) Um, yeah, pretty much. I mean, I've seen him in Marvel, obviously. And then Sherlock Holmes Uh, and that might be about it Mm -hmm. that I've seen him in, um, I would amazing. right. I would like to see a couple of the other things that he's been in or what he's planning on doing now. Mm-hmm. Um, but everything that you said, Josh, he I don't know. I think the reason that he's on this list is uh recently we went back and watched Iron Man cuz I didn't remember it at all. I had hadn't watched it in forever. So we went back and watched that and oh man, I just loved him. He's just so good at being this jerk, but I still liked him. <laughs> Even though he is a jerk, he just really likable and um, yeah, he. I can see what you're saying about him kind of playing himself too. But yes, what you're saying about Endgame, game, he's just so good. And um, I was like, I always liked captain America or thought I really liked captain America the most, but just all of the emotion and stuff like that. I just, I don't know. I really, really liked um, his portrayal of Tony Stark. And so I, I just had to put him somewhere on this list, so i I really love that, and I'm excited to see any other uh, movies that he might be in. Well,
3: Sherlock Holmes three in 2021.
0: Oh yeah, I did hear oh, about, I'm that. <laughs> about
1: that. I <laughs> think um, yeah, that that actually was probably one of the reasons that put him on my top ten list was if you watch Iron Man, the one that started it all. And then I think a few days later, we, yep, watched, and then Endgame we watched Endgame with a friend. Yep. And to see kind of the, the difference yep. of the portrayal, yeah, that's, I was like, wow, I, he he actually isn't the same person. Yeah, I loved seeing his years. character
0: arc, arc mm-hmm. through that whole thing, how much he, ch- he changed and everything. So that's my number seven, Robert Downey Jr.
1: All right, for me, I'm going to hold fast to my list before there's... <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> Sorry, that was a little pointed jab there. I'll I'll, I'll retract that. Um, But I've got another old actor. Uh, Honestly, I haven't seen him in a lot of stuff. Okay. But he is an older comic actor. Um, He's one step above Dick Van Dyke, which was my number eight. So my number seven... Mr. Danny Kaye.
0: Oh, yes.
1: Now, I think all of us here have probably seen Court Jester. And mm-hmm. I think that's oh, yeah. that's the one that pretty much made him stick out to mm-hmm. me. But recently, we watched a few others. Uh, well, the other one is White Christmas. Oh, him right. and Bing Crosby. Right. The Sister Sister song is fantastic. Oh, yes. right. He's hilarious. Mm-hmm. But Megan and I recently watched another movie with friends of ours called On the Double. And I don't know if you guys have seen oh, that one that
0: yet. Oh, it's so good. I'd it's, never heard of it I mean, before.
1: basically everything you loved about the court jester is in this one as well. Mm-hmm. Except now it's set in World War II, I believe. Yeah, yeah World War II. And he's a, uh, he's a young officer that's <laughs> sent in to replace the high-ranking general because for one reason... He's really good at imitating and making fun of the general in the barracks.
0: <laughs> so yeah. and they set him up as a dude.
1: decoy to be like assassinated instead of the general. Mm. But through a bunch of mishaps, they actually think that he's like a double agent for the Nazis. So he mm. gets recruited by the other side. And yeah. it's again, it's a classic Danny Kay comedy of errors, but yeah. um, ex- like... It, it just, I think, solidified to me just, like, what he did in Court Jester was no accident. Mm-hmm. Like, the man is just so talented oh,
4: yeah. <laughs> at being
1: able to just spontaneously do funny faces, funny expression, and just mm. give it 210%.
4: Cool.
1: All right. My number seven, Danny Kay. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I like him. He's very likable. All right. My number six is my first crossover with Brian.
1: and
3: And we will check out On the Double. At some point, yeah. Oh yeah, definitely check that out. Yeah, so good, good entry. Brian, you
2: want to
3: guess? Sorry, what was it?
2: My first crossover with you.
3: Um. Uh. I, 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 I I don't know. Uh. I guess John Candy.
2: Nope, it's Simon Pegg. Wow, (laughs) I am surprised, Josh. That take that, Josh.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Validation. (laughs) Come on, stick
2: around and watch one of those
4: movies with us tonight. (laughs) <laughs>
2: Everything that Brian said, stole my thunder, but, uh, yeah, Simon Pegg has really grown, I mean, and especially uh, when he he's doing, nope, he wasn't, uh, when he's working with Nick Frost, man, those two guys just bounce off each other so well, they they are the perfect duo, so, uh, I, I, I hope that they get to make a lot more movies together. <laughs> my number six, Simon Pegg.
3: Cool. All right, number six for me. This might be another one that might make uh, Josh shake his head. I can definitely see that happening. But man, I just love this guy. Love his uh, his big thick plastic glasses, <laughs> his uh, his nineteen sixties uh, mutton chop sideburns, his New Zealand accent. Yes, that's right, Jermaine Clement.
4: Uh- <laughs> you might you
3: might know from. Uh, <laughs> The Flight of the Conchords uh, musical group. Or yeah. the
1: crab from Moana. The crab from Moana, <laughs> of course.
4: Oh, no. <laughs> no. We were watching
2: that movie, and Brian was sitting there kind of slack-jawed, eyes glazed, like, oh, man, why are we watching this? And then the crab started singing, and it was the worst song in the whole movie, and he, all of a sudden, he perks. I perk up. Like, <laughs> it, it, is that Jermaine Clement? And we listened a little bit longer. He's like, it is, it is. And he double-checked on mine. It is, it is. And then he was wrapped, gazing at the screen, uh, loving the <laughs> oh crab my. song. Because he's uh. just it, Jemaine Clement. Oh, man. Uh.
3: So, he's so great in Flight of the Conchords. Um, he's great in just their musical uh, comedy that they do. He's great in the TV show. He's great in Legion, which is like a, an X-Men uh this trippy x-men uh tv show that we've been watching
2: i will say he's a he's amazing
3: in He's really good in that and then uh what we do in the shadows of oh. course he is great uh which is a vampire comedy hmm. he plays a, <laughs> a
4: vampire uh, and uh skip that
3: one. and uh voice voice acting he's done some voice acting like you mentioned and yeah he's just someone that when he pops up in something like I didn't know he's going to be in Legion, and I heard him voicing the coffee machine, and then he later shows up in, in person, but he's voicing the coffee machine, and I I was just uh, I was sold. I mean I was so excited. I just really like this guy. He's so funny. He he his style of humor is very dry and matter of fact and uh, very self deprecating, and uh, yeah, um, uh, Brit, you're also good. But um, I'm going with Jermaine on this one. And uh, yeah, definitely one of my favorites. And uh, not really interested in seeing any any Avatar sequels, but he was cast in Avatar 2, Avatar 3, Avatar 4, (laughs) and Avatar 5, which are all filming back to back to back to back. No way. Had you guys not heard that?
0: No. (laughs) That many.
3: Yeah, James Cameron thinks- that people really want this. So he's no, making. Disney
1: World wants this, not. Well,
3: that people. too. He's making four
1: oh,
3: sequels goodness. consecutive. He's going to film them all straight, and they're going to slowly release um, starting 2021, apparently, until 2027. Wow. To quote uh, how it that. should have ended I love the smell of CGI in the morning. <laughs> Yep. But you know what? It's all worth it for Jermaine Clement to get his paycheck <laughs> and to do more, more fun stuff. So that's, that's what I'm happy about. So
1: I, again, I feel like, I feel like. It's, it's not your choices, Brian, I promise. I just feel like I've seen nothing but his B-materials. So Maybe just, so. Maybe that so. must be it. Um, I, I won't shake my head at this one, I promise. But I just haven't seen him in anything except The Crab, which is the worst song in Moana, and I have nothing else to tie him to. So everyone's like, oh, that's Jermaine Clement. And I went, oh, that's a bad song. <laughs> that's all I got out
3: of it. Nice. Well, yeah, you'll have to see him in some other stuff. Because he's my number six, Jermaine Clement. Oh my! Megan, any thoughts?
0: <laughs> well, I like Albie, as the Sagi, exactly. the racist dragon Sagi. <laughs> I've never seen him in a movie, mm. but uh, yeah. I'm glad he works for you. Good choice, yes. Brian. <laughs> he's definitely
3: he's definitely someone tailor made for me. Yeah, in my sense I can of see humor.
0: that. He's definitely a Brian yeah. character. <laughs> yes, exactly.
3: In fact, if I was from New Zealand, I think he could play me pretty well. <laughs>
0: Okay, so I never mentioned who, uh, bumped off poor Tom. <laughs> so I just mentioned real fast, um, it was Yohan Griffith. Yes. Um, the reason I would say he's lower <laughs> is because, the reason I would say he's lower is because I've only basically seen him in one thing. Technically, uh, mostly just Horatio Hornblower. Um, and he honestly would He might be even higher, too, if I had watched it recently, but I haven't watched that in a really long time. Mm -hmm. Um, I'd really like to show them to Josh um, in the near future. Um, But I really, really liked that series, and he did such a good job. Um, I know you mentioned him uh, last time as well, but just uh, his – the whole story as it goes through all of the – The mini-series, I guess, is just a mini-series of movies, basically. And it just goes through his uh, whole career, basically, in the Navy. And um, it's a really fun time in history to watch. um, But he just does such a really good job. He's just really real, I guess. He just really realistic how he's going through it. And you uh, really see uh, what he's going through and the motions on his face and everything. And um, I won't mention his other movies that he's in like Fantastic Four and that kind of thing because I know those weren't the greatest but Horatio Hornblower definitely enjoyed it. Um, I don't know if you guys want to say anything real fast. I know he was I, sh- I didn't mention him before but he should be down there on he's my list. In a, he's in
2: 102 Dalmatians live action. No I haven't, seen that. I haven't seen that one. I can see you liking that movie. So. Hmm. Huh. Uh, especially since it's got one of your favorite actors in it. Mm-hmm. i I could recommend
3: that for you, they're so saying it's like a hallmark movie, but with a lot of dogs.
0: The Hallmark movie I'm, with I'm dogs are the worst ones I'm, I'm not saying it's a
4: bad
0: movie. I'm saying I think Megan
2: will enjoy it
0: <laughs> all right, so then uh catching up here, my uh, number six uh crossover with Josh. Is Dick Van Dyke Whoa, and uh, yeah. I? He's another one. There's so many of these. These last, you know, five or so. These bottom ones, I couldn't decide. They mm-hmm. switched around so many times. Um, he's so nostalgic. I know that I, that plays a little bit of it. Mm-hmm. Um, Mary Poppins has got to be probably my favorite musical of all time we watched that recently. we watched it recently and watch. it just means so much more when you're older but anyway mm-hmm. watching that again um and he's so energetic just uh i just love his character chitty chitty bang bang too honestly i'd say the things that i don't really like him in is when he's more comedic mm-hmm. um which i know he uh, like what? Like the Dick Van Dyke show, or um, what was that other one, babe? We watched recently that you really liked that I didn't? Really oh, like? <laughs> you didn't like it? Not it's very much. It was kind of boring.
1: All right, it's called Never a Dull Moment. It
0: was a little yeah. bit dull.
1: It, <laughs> it was a dull moment. It, I get, it is more of his B material, but I guess because yeah. I like Dick Van Dyke, I watched it for that reason alone, and I was satisfied. Yeah,
0: yeah, it was it wasn't bad. It just kind of dragged a little bit. But anyway, yeah, I do. I did really love him though, and Mary Poppins and. Um, I really love his. Um, I don't know. He just seems really, like Josh said, he just loves what he's doing. He just seems to have so much fun with it, and I know that's true um, of him in real life as well. Um, and you can tell when he's acting. Um, so I just, I just love that about him.
3: Hmm. Yeah, I didn't. I, I think I missed it when uh, Josh brought him up, but he's also he does the voice in uh, Curious George yes. that uh, Lydia and Amber have been watching a oh, lot really? lately. Yeah, he's the, the old guy.
1: He's the
0: old guy. Oh he's yeah, a, duh! Yeah. I knew that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, really? So yeah, that
3: does always make me happy when when he starts talking. Yeah. Me, so.
0: so I don't know. I I guess a lot of it might be nostalgia. Um, but I I really like whenever I see him in something. I just I love it. All right, that's my number six, Dick Van Dyke.
1: All right, that actually lines up my number six perfectly. Uh, I won't. I'll get right to it. Um, my number six, only female actor on this list, Julie Andrews. Actress. Nice. Oh. Nice. Crossover. Yep. Um I think that it's just funny that you mentioned Dick Van Dyke and Mary Poppins because, mm. again, I see her and, yeah, I know that um I think you didn't put her on your list because mostly you consider her a singer, but she's kind of one of the most iconic people. In, Wait, in Julie
0: Andrews or Julie, Judy Garland?
1: Julie Andrews. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm. Mary Poppins I thought you said uh, Judy Garland Yeah, Mary mm-hmm. Poppins Sound of Music um, Honestly, they're they're two of my One of my favorite musicals Of all time mm. Mary Poppins is yeah. my number one Favorite musical Nice um, Not just for the songs Not just for the dancing And the stunts But also for Just the story that it tells mm-hmm. um, If you guys have not seen The older Mary Poppins <laughs> Highly recommend giving that Another watch sometime Because yeah. honestly When I was a kid I hated that movie mm. I hated it I thought it was boring. I was like, why are there only like a couple times with cartoons? Give me like a whole movie with cartoons because <laughs> I was a big cartoon fan. And I was wondering what all these boring normal people were there for. But then I watched it again and you see the story of like the family and how Mary Poppins comes into their lives and kind of teaches them to have fun and kind of live, enjoy the smaller moments again, um, adding in all the imagination and mm-hmm. the special effects, which were revolutionary at that time um great movie and honestly i think the person that made it work the best was julie andrews she Mm -hmm. was kind of that catalyst that everybody played off of and i think was able to create a great story and sound of music of course is kind of iconic in american film history i mean Mm -hmm. you kind of can't go through the history of how we developed movies without going through that one it's Mm -hmm. just such a solid performance from everyone so yeah
2: Plus, not to mention, she was in the recent Aquaman movie.
0: (laughs) That's my favorite thing I've seen her in.
1: (laughs) The other one that I really wasn't going to mention, but okay, I'll mention it now. Um, I only have (laughs) two other siblings in my family. Both of them are younger sisters. So sometimes I, I get outvoted. Coming. You don't have to for apologize for I know liking it's coming. Princess Diaries. <laughs> okay, good. Yes, I was, that was exactly what I'm going to line up for Yeah, Princess Diaries. Honestly, she was a great old stuffy grandma that was trying to get hip with the times. It was funny. Uh, I yeah. laughed at it. Was it a great movie? No. Goodness, <laughs> no. But it was something that's from my childhood. And so, yeah. I'll, I'll stick with that. If you're yeah. going to
3: cast someone to play a queen, Julie Andrews. I mean, come uh, on. Who, you who else,
1: else did you have yeah. in
0: mind? Well, honestly... Man, this is really making me want to put her on my list. <laughs> like I know I kind of had Howard Keel for the same thing, but mm-hmm. honestly, talking about you know her singing voice disqualifies her as an actor. Honestly, though, thinking as a music person, honestly, mm-hmm. her acting while she's singing is what I really yeah. love mm-hmm. because you can be a great singer and everything, but to be able to express that, it's it's really hard to. Um, like if you let's say you don't see someone's face and you just hear them singing mm-hmm. to like feel i guess what their their emotions i guess while they're singing that's really hard to do mm. and so i really appreciate about th- that about her and um but if you can do it you know facially too um that just makes a difference cuz if you just sing and you just you know have a blank face then that's going to be kind of boring even if you do have a beautiful voice so thinking about that i actually <laughs> I might have a different list on the the website. <laughs> <laughs> you can definitely tell that you and
2: Brian are related.
0: Well, no, you can tell. I'm 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 all you know. my own. If it's a, something important, I am very decisive. But little things <laughs> like like this, uh-huh. not saying your podcast is little. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's not really bad. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, but stuff that isn't life threatening, I'm very <laughs> indecisive. <laughs> It's oh, no. so bad. bad. I yeah. I I want to put her on, but I'll let you guys go ahead on with your list. But yeah. she's totally gonna be on my list just saying that.
3: <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, I'm really glad that you put her on your list, Josh. She's an honorable mention for me, but same as kinda of the same as what Megan's been saying. I really like her singing voice and haven't really seen her other than Sound of Music and Mary Poppins. Um I I don't really I haven't really seen anything with her acting or really uh, even thought about her acting specifically in those movies, mm. but uh, yeah, on my, an honorable mention, basically just on the on the strength of, of how good a performer she is um, and her singing voice. So
1: yeah, I'm glad glad she's on your list. Honorable yeah. mention for me. Really All right, and that is my number six, Julie Andrews. All
2: right, my number five is my second crossover with Brian. <laughs> Brian. Or no, I don't think it is across. It. Nope, you haven't mentioned this character. Yeah, but you're still gonna be happy <laughs> that he's on here. It's Jack Lemon. Oh
3: yeah, yeah. yeah. good old so Jack. We've yeah.
2: seen a bunch of movies. I was actually surprised how many that we've seen with him in there. Uh, uh he's in some like It Hot, The Apartment, The Odd Couple, Grumpy Old Men, <laughs> The Great Race. Uh, we've seen all of those <laughs> that he's in, and he's pretty great in all of them. I uh, mm-hmm. there's definitely more that I want to see uh, with him. Uh, seems like he was in several movies with Wal- Walter Matthau, mm-hmm. and uh, just like Simon Pegg and Nick Frost worked together well. I think him and and Walter worked yep. pretty well together. So I want to watch more of those uh, those buddy movies. Uh, At some point.
1: Yep. Uh, Have you guys seen Jack Lemmon much? The only thing I've seen him in is in 12 Angry Men. Other than that, Mm. nothing. Really? He's in there? No,
3: that's somebody... Well, there's different versions. He might be in a version. I don't think he's in the...
1: Oh, he's not like in the, the, the original. Movie. Yeah, never mind. No. Uh, Take that back. Jack That's... Klugman, are you yeah. thinking of? Maybe? That may have been it. <laughs> yeah. uh, but... Lamb Klug. <laughs> <laughs> Same difference. Uh, no, then, five, <laughs> in the,
4: then in that <laughs> case, <Yes>. yeah, <laughs> I have not
1: seen I him in anything. I don't think oh, I've
0: wow. seen him in anything either. Yeah. Okay. I've heard you guys talk okay. about him, but.
3: Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, he is really good. He's very funny. You guys should. Uh, well, the, all the ones that Melissa mentioned, are uh, we'd recommend you. So. Okay. All right, so moving on to my number five, it's Bill Murray. <laughs> oh,
0: this is I, such a Brian I, idea.
1: I was this thinking that too. <laughs> this one, I I fully support. There's there's no shaking heads. Oh no, uh, Bill no Murray shame.
3: as Bill Murray is yes. yep. Bill Murray. <laughs> that's the movie I want to see. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I mean, uh, Groundhog Day <laughs> is oh yeah, like a top. It, for a while it was my favorite movie I'd say probably a, a top two movie <laughs> right now um, and then even uh, some stuff where he was only in it briefly like uh, Grand Budapest hotel we saw last year um, just basically as a cameo um, <laughs> but was still fun to see um, and then uh, let's see what else uh, have we seen him in uh Scrooged which is <laughs> Oh, it's it's, it's so close to being a good movie. The ending is pretty bad. And apparently he got really bad director directorial advice uh, from mm-hmm. it. Like he was basically told to like yell all his lines and some of that stuff. Mm-hmm. Apparently this is one of the movies that like people like him and some other people are involved in it. Uh, with it like, uh yeah, different director or just some different things done differently. This could have been like an all time classic
4: mm-hmm.
3: um, it's still pretty good it's it's worth seeing once if it's if it's on t v uh, what about Bob? I know Melissa really liked, mm-hmm. um, so I don't know i I just like his uh his deadpan <laughs> low energy uh, <laughs> yeah. something that he does, so uh, I definitely wanna. Uh, There's some more of his stuff that I want to check out. I know he's in a lot of Wes Anderson movies, um, so so we'll have to check those out. Was his
0: the Stars and Stripes or something like that? Was that another one or something? Oh, just Stripes. Stripes. Okay, that's the one I was thinking instead of Forrest Gump. When I mentioned Forrest Gump, it was actually Stripes. I think that I mostly (laughs) find. Okay.
3: Yeah, I remember (laughs) mom and dad showing me clips from that one, but I haven't seen that one. But uh, yep, Bill Murray. I,
0: yeah. Uh, I really the the legend.
3: That's my number
0: five. Good pick. <laughs> so my number five is yet again another crossover.
3: <laughs> With Josh.
0: Yes. <laughs> I guess he needs no introduction. White hair at a young age. <laughs> Steve Martin. <laughs> um yes, everything he said. Um, yeah, probably probably most notably for for um Dirty Rotten Scoundrels, uh, I really liked him in that, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles, and then Father of the Bride. I think that one will always hold a special place in my heart because um, the day actually we got in- got engaged, um, we drove back to your house, your family's house, and for dinner we had uh, chicken wings and we watched or chicken legs actually technically um and we watched father of the bride yeah and that's when i don't know watching that made it like real to me that we were actually getting married so i don't know it, it, i but i loved that movie he's so funny mm-hmm. and i figured you guys probably wouldn't consider him because i know he was on your uh, comedian list mm-hmm. um but uh but i did not have a comedian list so I can put him on mine but yes everything he said he's just so funny um he just seems to know how to um take something that you know if it was said (laughs) differently it might not be very funny but how he says it is funny um there's a little bit of physicality. I wouldn't say that's everything, though. Uh, no, in his comedy, a lot
1: of what he does to make it funny is really either either his reactions, yeah, um, his kind of like incredulous, like when his, his eyes faces, get really big, yeah,
0: his expressions, yeah,
1: or just yeah, saying something that would frankly be a normal response to anyone else except him.
0: Yes, but I'd have to say on a. Planes, trains, and automobiles. Just, I think I've showed you that one scene, but just the one scene <laughs> in the bed and then the underwear. <laughs> I was crying. That's probably one of the most oh, like movie scenes. Yeah, that made me laugh yeah. the <laughs> hardest. So <laughs> I just love him so much. I love uh, that he can be funny, but then there's also he can mm-hmm. also be uh, sweet and sensitive and yeah. um, I mean, play that as the well. The straight
3: man in uh, planes, trains, and
4: automobiles. Yeah, that's yeah. true.
0: That's true. So yeah. um, I. I just really, really enjoy watching him, so he's probably (laughs) one of my favorite comedians too.
4: The Mm -hmm.
2: bed scene where he like they're all smuggled up to each other and like in a sleepy (laughs) kisses.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I have to show you that he's on your. I have to show you that, Josh. It's it's a great it's a great movie. So uh, that's my number five, Steve Martin.
1: All right, um, I'm going into uh, my number five and honestly i almost didn't put this person on my list but the more i thought about it the more quite honestly a lot of the movies that he's in kind of shaped my childhood my high school years and quite frankly still are some of my favorite movies to date today um he's been in oh a few indie franchises like uh Raiders of the Lost Ark, oh. Star Wars, indie franchises. That Wait, is that the guy that yeah, had I mean, yeah, pun, absolutely. Wasn't it? it was a horrible <laughs> pun. But my number five is Harrison Ford, mm, nice. and for those ones that Good I've one. mentioned, he's he's fantastic at what he does. He's kind of one of. The The best action heroes. He was kind of the ones that started the whole genre. You have things like, you know, Star Wars and Indiana Jones, where it's kind of these epic stories and these multiple film franchises. But then you have standalone movies like Air Force One. You have The Fugitive. Mm-hmm. And uh, really, really great performance. I think, honestly, the reason I didn't think of him for a while is because the older he's gotten, the more grumpy and disinterested <laughs> Anything to do with Hollywood he's been. Uh He's kind of just become this crabby old hermit now. And whenever people mention like Han Solo, he just kind of rolls his eyes. And he's like, no one was happier than me when Han died. (laughs) So, I mean, I think that's why I kind of was just like, eh, he's he's done. And I didn't really, really consider him. But the more I thought about it, I was like, oh, I mean, I I loved Indiana Jones growing Mm -hmm. up. I mean, I still love some of the Star Wars movies today. And uh and the the ones that he's in. And mm-hmm. honestly, yeah, he just plays the he can play anything from, you know, a very serious and determined man to kind of the lovable rogue and flashes the smile, punches the bad guy in the face, mm-hmm. saves the day from Nazis or space Nazis, call it what you will. <laughs> so yeah. Mine number five, Harrison Ford.
2: Have you seen uh Blade Runner and Blade Runner
1: 2049? No, not yet. Mm-mm.
2: You should watch those. Um, I will say the first one, Blade Runner, I wasn't very interested in. Mm-hmm. Um, and that Ryan liked that one better the second time he watched it. Second but time. I think Blade Runner 2049 is, by itself, is just a stellar movie. Hmm. You have to have watched the first one, though. Gotcha. And then it has a really good performance by Harrison Ford. All right.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's uh, he's not on my list, but definitely one of my honorable mentions. Mm-hmm. Um, I recently watched the Indiana Jones movies. I hadn't seen them before. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, really, really. That was
1: after you married there.
0: me. <laughs> 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 yeah,
3: yeah. Uh, I mean, probably growing up would have been one of the ones that would have just come to mind if you had asked me a favorite actor. Still like him. And I always liked that he was sort of. Uh, he wasn't like the overpowered action hero. He's always like the the one that like punches someone and then like shakes his hand because he just you know uh, broke a bone in his hand or whatever. Yeah, yeah,
4: yeah, <laughs> <work> for
3: it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I like so. that. And mm-hmm.
2: I think you mentioned Air Force One. That's mm-hmm. one of my favorite movies. Oh. Where again, like you see that he's really got to work for it to mm-hmm. take over, take his plane back. And who doesn't love the president of the United States?
4: Get off yeah, my
2: plane. <laughs> He's amazing yeah. in that role. Good choice.
3: Mm-hmm. That's a good choice.
2: All right. My number four is the crossover that, uh, with Brian, that I was thinking was going to happen last time. It's John Candy. Um, <laughs> 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 yes. I love John Candy. He's yeah. amazing. It's so great. The world was robbed when he died so young. Yeah. And... Uh, we definitely got to watch more movies with him. That, mm-hmm. uh, Brian mentioned The Volunteers. Uh, I think it's on YouTube, that scene where he, uh... Yeah, it is. Uh,
3: we'll,
2: we'll have to post a link to it, because that's, like, the only scene that's worth watching from that movie. Yep. But basically, uh, John Candy's character gets brainwashed, and, uh, you just got to watch it. It's amazing. <laughs> it's Candy at his finest. So... Uh, Oh, and uh, one other performance that Brian didn't mention was his voice acting in Rescuers Down Under. He plays Wilbur Uh, the Albatross. I forgot about that. He's amazing. Mm -hmm. That's one of those performances where anybody else wouldn't have done such a good job as Wilbur the lovable, goofy, fun, uh, you know, bird.
1: Albatross. Yes.
2: So that's my number
3: four, John Candy. Great. And another crossover for me and Melissa. Jack Lemon is my uh, number four. Just uh didn't see this
1: guy. Yeah. Yep.
3: He's he's just so funny. Uh played a bunch of different roles. Um so from you know, like the Some Like It Hot, most of the movie he's in drag. Um and then he's <laughs> in uh like you mentioned, the odd couple or grumpy old men, and he's just this uh, kind of like put upon uh Kind of uh, neurotic uh, kind of character. Um, he's in the Great Race, where he's the mustache twirl- twirling villain. It's the uh, it's the movie that um, inspired uh, way out wacky races, oh, okay. and he plays a character that's dick dastardly, basically. Oh. <laughs> so he plays uh, so many good roles. The Apartment, one of my favorite movies. Uh, he's so great in that. Uh, very good. Um, at being funny and yet still um, not veering off into just being uh, like a slapstick, uh, uh, overly absurd kind of humor. Mm-hmm. Like he's always like the guy that you're laughing at, but you're also feeling sorry for. Um, so uh, yeah, I I also really like Jack Lemon. Good choice. Uh, he's one that we've seen more of his stuff since the last time we made the list. So he he is now up there as one of my favorites. So you guys will have to check some yes, of his out. That's my number four, Jack Lemon.
0: Alright, and on, t- on to my number four, the uh first actress that's shown up on my list. Um, and the last modern uh actor <laughs> that will be on my list. Any
3: uh
0: random guesses? Aquafina. Who's that? <laughs> Isn't that a I'm water? Not exactly <laughs> sure. I think yeah. I might know.
3: Uh boy, an actual guess. Um, Emily Blunt. No. Continue As... the Mary Poppins.
1: <laughs> oh. theme. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Has she already been mentioned?
0: On a list? On no. A list. Or no. Okay. Then. Nope. Okay. Modern, I don't
3: know uh, boy, I don't know.
0: Okay, it's Sandra Bullock. Oh. Uh, okay. okay, so might not be the last we hear of her. Yeah. So she's my favorite. Um modern uh actress, definitely. Um uh so I've seen her on things she's on uh The Net. Um that one's pretty creepy. It's about like a computer uh software or something or whatever. It's really creepy. Um The Lake House. Uh, she's also on the proposal oh, yeah, and uh, probably my favorite that she's in is While You Were Sleeping. Mm. Um, it's a Christmas one, which, you know. That was that's... not a good one. I know, but it's Christmassy. <laughs> 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 that gives like, it more points. It's much better mind. than that one. Oh, I haven't yeah. seen that one in a really long time, but I would like to watch that one. Also, she's on uh, Premonition. Mm. Yes, yeah. and uh,
1: The Blind Side.
0: Oh, yeah, yep. So... And in Bird Box. Mm. Oh, yeah. yeah. We still haven't seen that. No, That's I haven't on our seen list, that one. Um, So I really love her. She's kind of like a every woman, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, she, I would say she plays mostly, no, I wouldn't say she always plays the same character. A lot of them, she's kind of like a, not the most well-off person she's usually mm. doesn't have lots of money i guess she's had like a rough life and um she's usually has to be i don't know she's usually a strong character though it, she doesn't let people push her around kind of i guess um but i don't i don't know i just i guess i like that that she seems yeah
1: i i think that uh she i think what you're trying she's, to like say realistic. Is- she's like Yeah, she does naturally what a lot of movies today try to do scripted, which is be a naturally strong, independent woman. She she does it without having to say that she's a strong, independent woman. She has that natural strength. She doesn't she doesn't
0: seem fake like, you know, she might, you know, stutter and you know, as her character. Some just little things like that that it doesn't sound like it's scripted. She Right. And I mean she's on a lot of romantic movies and I kind of a sucker for those. So mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, I'll agree with what Josh said. That's a, I think that's a really good assessment of Sandra's characters is that oh, Sandra. Um, Sandra We're on first <laughs> we're name. On first base, name. <laughs> well, then, then she she can play a strong female character without it having to be scripted for her. Mm-hmm. You know she's yep. she does that well.
0: Right, and that's why I really like her. She's really strong character. Um, but at the same time, she's really likable and, um, she always seems to get herself into messes, I feel like too, in some of the movies she's in, but uh, I just really, really, really enjoy watching her and that's why she's my number four.
1: All right, my number four? I'm bringing him back, guys. You knocked him off, and here he is. <laughs> <know>. Tom Hanks would <laughs> have been a three-way uh-huh. You thought he was gone. <laughs> He's not out. <laughs> honestly, um, I mean, I, I can think of numerous movies that Tom Hanks has been in that are kind of iconic to me. Toy Story for one is mm-hmm. still going oh, on. Yeah. That's a classic. Um another one that I love with him is Castaway. Um honestly, that's I've always been kind of a sucker for survival movies. I kind of like the idea of like nothing but a man's brain against the environment. And I don't know, he does a great job with that. But um, the other ones that honestly, I, I feel like a lot of the rest of the movies that Tom Hanks has been in have been good, but there's been a few that I think that's the reason nobody really thinks of him until the last minute is he has a couple of really bad movies, but he does a great job (laughs) in, but they're just, Bad movies. Uh, the Da Vinci Code is one that I think of that I've seen him in. He himself was great. The plot, the script, and all the other people he had to work with, not so much. And so I feel like he kind of gets forgotten because everyone goes, oh, he was in that, wasn't he? Oh, he was not I feel like some of these movies he took, like, based on a bet with some of his buddies. And they were like, I bet you can't do this one, like, Angels and Demons. Or, you know, oh, this one. You have to find a treasure through da vinci's art or something like that and he was like i think i can do that um but honestly yeah you think of movies like forrest gump which has you know maybe not the most exhilarating movie but everyone seems to enjoy it and the green mile is another good one that he's been in uh sully is another one um bridge of spies i've enjoyed i haven't seen the whole thing all the way through but that's another um Interesting one. I think it takes place during the Cold War, I believe. He's a journalist that goes over to uh, Soviet Russia and covers the story there. Nice. And that's an interesting one as well. Um, But honestly, I've always loved Tom Hanks. Honestly, I I think he's the one that does the everyman natural delivery the best Mm. out of everybody. Um, When you do something like that, uh, I think there's probably one other person that probably does that a little bit better. But other than that, (laughs) but I won't mention him. Uh, But honestly, though, like when it comes to some of the the modern movies and everything, I just feel like Tom Hanks always gives um, the best effort to work well with his cast. He's kind of the glue actor that kind of brings everybody in. And he kind of is willing, even if he's the lead, he always seems to be willing to give the scene to someone else and let them have their moment. And I think because of that, it makes him a very strong character. He doesn't necessarily stand out as a lead because he's always kind of drawing other people in, so he can play off of them. Mm. So it's it's an interesting way to see to see how he works with some of the different casts. But yeah, uh, that's why he is pretty high up on my list. Nice, and he is someone that comes
3: to mind quickly when I'm thinking of favorite actors. So I'll oh. say that for you, Tom. All right,
1: my number four, Tom Hanks.
0: We love you, Tom. <laughs>
2: All right, my number three, another newcomer to the list, but he is amazing, and we've seen so much more with him in it ever uh, since we first started podcasting. It's David Tennant,
3: Mm. second Uh, favorite doctor. That's my number three.
2: Crossover. Crossover in place. (laughs) It's amazing. So, uh, yes, our first introduction to him was as the doctor, Mm -hmm. and... Oh, he was terrific as a hero in that role, uh, and just the ups and downs, the emotional uh, range that he he took you on. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was he was great. Then we saw him in uh, Broadchurch as kind of this uh, not washed out detective, but uh, sort of. He he's got a bit of a darker side. Yeah, he's got his demons. That's a good way to put it. And then, uh, and he was a really good actor there. And then he was the villain in the TV show Jessica Jones, Mm. which watch at your own peril. Yeah,
3: hard to recommend. (laughs) It's very dark. But
2: he's fantastic as a villain. Oh, if we redid villains, I would I would put David Tennant on. On the list mm. at, from this show because he was amazing, and uh, let's see, he's in uh, Ducktales.
1: Uh, yes, he's Scrooge. He's, he's,
2: I know <laughs> but we're gonna watch that at some point. Uh, we watched the first couple episodes, and I, I just love every time Scrooge talks because <laughs> it's David Tennant,
4: uh-huh.
2: and uh, and then. Uh, we're planning on watching. I think Good Omens. Oh, uh, yeah.
0: oh my! I was gonna ask <laughs> you guys if you'd have seen, seen that, yet. So, have you guys watched that. No, I just uh, saw the trailer and I was like, "What we, is it?" We have both read the book. Okay. Uh, so okay.
2: That. It does look pretty special, but it's Goddamn Tennant, <laughs> so that's something for it. And so, yeah, uh, just another actor that I I want to see more of.
3: Yep, yep, and I mean, I thought at first, can I really put him on the list, because I tried to put people that I'd seen in multiple different things, and we've really only seen him in those three things, uh, those three shows plus voice roles, like you mentioned, but I mean, he plays such different uh, role, such different parts in those three different shows, and, and yeah, and each one, he is the highlight uh, of the show, so uh, yeah, I... Think he's a great actor, and also one of my favorites. My third favorite, in fact. That's our number three.
0: Oh, he holds a special place in my heart. He was my first Doctor. So. Yes, oh, the one, <laughs> right, Brian?
3: Definitely the best Doctor.
0: <laughs> Good pick.
2: So that was David
0: Tennant. Number three. All right, moving on to my number three. Once again, another crossover with Josh. I'm surprised. I didn't think we'd have this many crossovers. Yeah. Uh, so, it is... Danny Kay. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, so... Um, I'm surprised he got this high. Yeah, so mm-hmm. all of the ones you mentioned, Court Jester, um, On the Double, that new one we just uh, recently watched, and another one you haven't seen, um, The Secret Life of Walter Mitty, the <laughs> original. Yes, I still um, haven't seen that one. Yeah, so I really like that one too. Um, all of the things you said, I don't know if I can really add anything, but, oh man, he's just so hilarious. Um, just his crazy things he does with his face it's so hilarious and he's so um fast too like with his facial expressions and stuff you know what i'm saying (laughs) he's just so quick and everything he's just really fun to watch and um i've just enjoyed everything that i've seen him on
1: he just kind of is a little bit, there's very few people that can do this, but honestly, he's a bit of a one-man show. And, mm, yeah, definitely. You know, some, some movies suffer because of that when you have one person getting a lot of the focus. Other times, if it's somebody like Danny Kaye, that film can just thrive. Uh, like The Court Jester, you wouldn't think that watching one guy be goofy for almost two hours, over two hours, would, would hold your attention. You'd be like, okay, move it along, move it along. Um, an example of what I can think that happened was, uh, <clears throat> The Grinch with Jim Carrey. It's funny for probably about 15 to 20 minutes. And then you were like, okay, uh, the book was about 10 pages. Can move on. Aww. It's incredibly quotable, but I mean, come on. Mm. By the end, you're like, all right, we, we get pleasure. it. Guilty pleasure. Yeah. Um, but Danny Kaye, I mean, the whole time I was just captivated by how intense his energy was in Court Jester.
0: Yeah. And uh, the new one we watched was just so funny because uh, he was just... This, uh, clumsy kind of guy, and he's just so good at, at doing that, just being, uh, this bumbling character. And then in, uh, Secret Life of Walter Mitty, he's that bumbling kind of character again, and, um, but it's different because it has a little bit of a serious tone to it. Um, he's kind of a clumsy guy, and, but he has these dreams about this girl, and he, he uh runs into her and he's like, Oh, she's real and nobody believes him and that kind of thing. Anyway, so it has a little bit of a serious side to it, which is interesting. Um, but yeah, he just everything he said, he I just really, really uh love watching him and uh I could I could go on about him, but I think it's all been said. So
3: yeah, one thing I did think about, uh, about Danny Kay is we did see a Twilight Zone episode from the 1980s that had Danny Kay. So, of oh, course, really? at that point, I didn't he's know that. Huh. 60s or 70s. And, uh, I didn't think it was a great Twilight Zone episode, but it was neat to see Danny Kay as, uh, uh, an old man who is kind of alone and it's kind of sad. Mm-hmm. Um, and definitely different from like, he's still kind of the funny Danny Kaye a little bit on the surface, but he's kind of this, uh, lonely old man. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, that was interesting to see him play well, a slightly different character. And, uh, yeah, he is a good actor.
0: Yeah. He just seemed like a, a guy I wouldn't, I would have loved to meet. He just seemed like a fun guy to be around. Yeah. So my number three, Danny Kaye.
1: All right. Um, my character, Honestly, I thought someone would have mentioned him by now. This is the person that I thought would be a four-way crossover. Mm -hmm. Uh, But now that there's only three left, I don't know. Mm -hmm. Uh, But my number three, uh, these these next three actors, in my opinion, that I'm about to list, um, kind of fit all my criteria of their personality, their creativity, and the sensitivity of emotions that they bring. Mm -hmm. And so this one, going back to good old uh, Technicolor black and white or... Or, uh, <laughs> faded pastel color films. Mm. Um, the, the, the man, the myth, the legend, Jimmy Stewart. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, so, uh, I mean, what's not to say that hasn't already been said? Uh, Jimmy Stewart's kind of fantastic and it's a wonderful life. Obviously, it's kind mm-hmm. of, again, kind of what I said with Julie Andrews and the sound of music. When you go through American entertainment, and you throw a stone at a library shelf filled with books on American film, you're probably going to hit something on Frank Capra's It's a Wonderful mm-hmm. Life. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just, in my opinion, one of the near flawless films that I've seen. It tells the story fantastic. Um, it does a great job of of pacing and letting the actors give the proper emotions. They're not rushing through to make a time limit. They're taking their time with it. And I think the cast, and especially... Jimmy Stewart. I mean, just fantastic. And I mean, you you look at his life too. I think one of the reasons I love Jimmy Stewart so much is is kind of what an accomplished man he was by the end. Uh, not just a fantastic actor, but brigadier general in the air force. Uh, you know, he did. He um, had this ridiculous as for hollywood marriages i mean it lasted his entire life and he was buried next to his wife had a very positive relationship with his children like great father great family man um and and obviously used those qualities in his films um some other ones that i could mention would be uh rear window that suspense mm-hmm. yeah. thriller uh yep. gives uh, again a little bit more of that intensity to him um the other one that <laughs> I'll mention. I didn't necessarily like the movie as much, but it was Jimmy Stewart, and I thought I thought <laughs> he was the silver lining to it. Was uh, Vertigo? Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, um, it's, it's so kind weird. of like yeah. If if you're into Twilight Zone, another type Alfred things,
0: Hitchcock. But, yeah,
1: yeah, it's an Alfred Hitchcock movie. So I mean, if if you like those types of movies where it kind of all builds, builds, builds to kind of a anticlimactic finish. <laughs> I mean. Okay, if you like that sort of thing, go for it. I I liked it because Jimmy Stewart was in it. Um, <laughs> and then honestly, th- this one's kind of uh, it, it's kind of in like his shoebox. Like you kind of look through all the stuff he has, and there's just this one film sitting on the ground in his closet. But it was one of the last films he did, and it was an American tale, Five Will Goes yes. Well. Aww, and he yeah. plays I Sheriff Wiley Burp. That. And honestly, yeah. like, I think the reason that that I love that one so much is because, like, his last line is, One man's dawn is another man's sundown. It Aww. always makes, and it always like, gets me. It loses, I lose it every time because it, you can yeah. just kind of tell, so, like, yeah, it was kind of a cheesy kids' movie with cartoons, and he played this dog that burps all the time Mm -hmm. and it was really silly but that last little scene there was i think his last that was his
0: last performance yeah Yeah.
1: that kind of passing the torch thing i don't know i to me that that meant a lot looking back at it i
0: forgot about that yeah
1: so i mean fantastic fantastic performer fantastic person all around Mm -hmm. um yeah that's my number three jimmy stewart Wow, I don't know. If I can add anything wow. to
3: that.
0: That's so great.
2: All right. Well, my number great. two is our first of uh, first cro- my first crossover with Josh and I. This is the one that I'm thinking will be a four way crossover. It better be. It's Jimmy Stewart. Yeah.
3: <laughs>
4: yeah.
3: Oh, my go. number two is Jimmy Stewart. Whoa, my <laughs> number
4: two is Jimmy Josh.
2: Uh, oh good now we can talk about it (laughs) so if brian were a southerner if he had a southern drawl, jimmy stewart
4: would play him
2: because jimmy is the everyman i think even more so than tom hanks Mm.
1: oh yeah that was who i was thinking of yep sure
2: and that's really about all i have to add
1: I mean i i could have i i could have introduced your podcast <laughs> ten to one. <laughs>
3: oh man, yeah. Uh, I'll just I guess uh, agree with everything Josh said. I'll fill in a couple other thoughts that I had. Uh, really like him in uh, the couple westerns I've seen him in. Uh, yeah, It's a Wonderful Life is my favorite movie. Uh, He's mm-hmm. he is amazing in that. Yep uh i do like the the more serious uh side of him in the uh, hitchcock movies that he's in um let's see uh, i mean he's he's very funny um I, I i don't really know uh what else i can add yep just uh just a, a great actor with great range great guy and uh yep really like his movies So,
4: oh. megan
0: I was trying to think of some of the other things we've seen him in. Um There's Harvey. um Oh, yeah. Uh, I love uh, I, I know. I thought you were going to mention that because you did that for your recital. I was specifically going to mention that. Yep. I did. Um, I had
1: to do a 45-minute uh one man play of Harvey. Yep. Um, that's one. Of, that's one of the things I used as. Oh the yeah, so so you I had to
0: do that. different. He mm-hmm. had to do different voices for different characters, and so one character, he his voice that he used was inspired by Jimmy Stewart for one of his characters. <laughs> just, okay.
1: Not necessarily the draw, but just that little speech impediment that he yeah, has. Yeah, yeah,
0: he did that. <laughs> um, and then also you can't mm. take it with you. He was in that. He yeah. was in a uh, vivacious lady with Ginger Rogers. Another one of my. Hmm. Good uh, actor. You nope.
2: didn't mention the Philadelphia story.
0: Oh, no, yeah, he was I in didn't. that too. Have you
1: guys no. seen that I don't one? think you've
2: ever seen that one. Have I don't
1: you? You?
0: think
3: so. Mm-mm. That's a good one. We that's rewatched that one romance. recently. Yeah. That, that's yeah. a good. Uh, Rom com. uh Mr. Smith Goes to Washington. Another oh, yeah. That's on our
0: list. Yes. Yeah. I've seen that okay. one. Yeah. Uh, you,
1: you've told me we yeah, need to watch that. That's a yeah. good one I think too. we
0: have that on like our, our queue in yeah. like
1: Amazon or something. Yeah. He's
0: one of those guys that I, you know, if there's a movie I haven't seen with him, I mm-hmm. want to check it out. Yeah.
3: Wow. So uh
1: number three, number
3: two, number we two, number love two. You,
4: Jimmy. Yeah. Um, oh, I guess that that leaves it to my All number right. two. Yeah. Oh, yep. yep. Oh, yep. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> macar, car. <laughs> <laughs> You're a screw. Oh, <laughs> that that, Merry that, Christmas, Christmas. <laughs> that
3: was my number two. And uh, let's start Josh's
1: number two. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um well I'm I'm not I'm not sure. Uh this this might this might disappoint some of you that I put this guy above Jimmy Stewart, but again, I'm, I'm 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 reminding you of those three uh, criteria that it's I. It's okay,
3: Josh. You can like
1: Keanu Reeves. It's okay. No. no, absolutely. I was a '90s kid, so I grew up in his slump. Uh, so I'm still getting over that. Uh, but otherwise, no. This this actor, um, honestly. I just have respect for him because of his sheer, again, creativity and just talent for working in the different movies that he's had. Um, he kind of—it's weird—he plays the same character, but it's—it's it's kind of like a snowflake. It's—it's hmm. it's a snowflake every single time, but no snowflake is exactly the same. Okay, who is hmm. this, who and is the snowflake who, who? to show it off? Um, the one and only, the ever eccentric Johnny Depp.
0: Oh wow, um, I'm really now, surprised he's on. I, your, your I, I honestly list. was sh- above Jimmy.
1: Above, Stewart, yes, I know, I know. <laughs> um, but let me explain I'm very again. Surprised. It's going back to the criteria,
0: and um, yeah, not well, personality. I can tell no, that. <laughs> <it's>,
1: <laughs> honestly, that's one of the things that kind of makes me laugh. Is if you've ever seen an interview with Johnny Depp, he is by far the most shy. Yeah. And awkward hmm. and like very, very, um, very quiet and soft-spoken yeah. introvert you've ever hmm. seen. So many times I think we see actors and performers as these type A extroverts, my way or the highway, always happy to shake people's hands. And honestly, some of the stronger performances come from people that watch other people rather than interact with those people and I think Johnny Depp's an example of that. Mm. Um, I just think that the 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 fact that he has had such wildly different characters kind of shows off the fact of what a good actor he is mm. um you know I think Jimmy Stewart is great I think that he uses a lot of his life experience to to heighten his performances. But honestly, when you you look at the cast of characters that Johnny Depp has played, Mm -hmm. they're such unrelatable characters. The Mad Hatter. What do we have in common with a person that sits at a table with a rabbit, makes tea and hats and laughs at a blonde girl that comes through every now and then? Mm -hmm. You see another one like uh, Willy Wonka, uh, a weird guy that lives in a candy factory Mm -hmm. and has awkward orange dwarfs cooking stuff for you, like, like really out, like, like screwball characters that frankly, like, you look at it and people just go, you know. How do you relate to that? Like as a performer, how do you give mm-hmm. something to this character that hasn't already been done? Yeah, mm. And I think the fact that Johnny Depp kind of plays, he, he plays the off character a little bit, but he plays it in such different ways. His Mad mm-hmm. Hatter is nothing like Willy Wonka. His Willy Wonka is nothing like Jack Sparrow. So the sheer mm. amount of creative um, mm-hmm. energy that he puts yeah. into these characters to make them all distinct, um, that's what really impressed me. About it, uh, so yeah, Alice in Wonderland, Pirates of the Caribbean, um he also did a couple of uh of musicals as well, um into oh. the woods is one um honest i okay oh. I, I can't honestly recommend this one, oh, no. megan knows the truth. <laughs> but we did watch Sweeney Todd. Oh
4: no. <laughs> Which again, don't watch yeah, it. Yeah. Don't They're necessarily disturbing. recommend that one.
1: It's disturbing. But again, like he he again, like a very completely oh, yeah. he did a good different job. Re- yeah. I mean a serial killer. <laughs> Hopefully mm-hmm. yeah. most of us don't have much in common with that type of character, <laughs> but he does an excellent job of trying to humanize him and, and make his side of the story mm-hmm. interesting to listen to. Yeah. And then one more that Megan hates. She absolutely hates this movie that he's in.
0: Oh, but is it that computer one? Yes,
1: it is. Um, Rango.
0: Oh, the oh, chameleon
1: uh-huh. CGI one. Mm-hmm. Honestly, though, that one shows off, in my opinion, some of his some of the most phenomenal voice acting I've ever heard. Uh, I did hmm. not know that he could go from kind of a half drunk Caribbean pirate to a. I mean, his voice in Rango sounds like it could be straight out of a John Wayne Western. Hmm. I mean, wow. you do not know that that's Johnny Depp. Wow. Um and uh, so I really enjoyed his awkward like shy introverted chameleon character mm-hmm. just kind of strutting around in like the the west and everything mm-hmm. and and having a lot of that big bravado and like you know grabbing this uh this like uh beverage across the bar table <laughs> swigging it slapping it down and then like puncturing his hand on glass and then all of a sudden crying and I don't know it was it was so interesting to see this uh this character that was Johnny Depp but again really random character that isn't very relatable. So honestly, when I when I thought about best actors, I thought the sheer creativeness to make each of these strange and outlandish characters distinct, that takes hard work. Oh, yeah. So that's and, the And he's
0: completely, and like you're saying, since he's so introverted like that, it's completely different than how he actually is. So absolutely. he's really having, it's a really talented, a lot so, of talent that So I would to say that when it comes kind of to character.
1: when it comes to the everyman performance no one beats Jimmy Stewart but when mm-hmm. it comes to the outlandish and the screwball characters yeah. nobody beats Johnny Yeah. And we
0: Deadly. saw the I the one I thought you were going to mention was that really weird computery one we watched. Remember when he was like oh, part of the, the computer or something?
1: The evolution or what he becomes an AI transcendent. Transcendence. Transcendence. Yeah, yeah. That was creeps. <laughs> I don't remember much of that one yeah. though. but yeah, I do remember that he amazing. did a good job yeah. when he was in it too. Yeah. So yep, that's my yeah.
4: Uh, yeah.
3: That's a good choice. I didn't really think about Johnny Depp, um, but yeah, he is he is very good in the the parts that I've seen him. Very kooky. I feel like in some of the later movies, it's starting to be like almost a caricature at this point, a mm, uh, little bit. Yeah. Which isn't necessarily a bad thing. It happens mm-hmm. to a lot of uh, character actors, but. Yep. Uh, But yeah, he he is good. And I uh, probably when I, like I haven't seen any of his movies recently, but probably 10 years ago when we were really watching movies with him a lot, Mm -hmm. I I would have put him on my list as well. Yep.
4: Yeah.
3: So my number two.
4: Johnny (laughs) Depp.
2: All right. My number one. Wait a
3: second. There's two actors I was positive were on your list and you only have your number one left. What gives?
2: (laughs) Well... If you have to choose between the two, I think you can already know which one is going to make it. I know. So, Megan has her crush on Howard Keel. Mm-hmm. And I've got my crush on Yol Brenner. Uh. <laughs> my number one last time, my number one this time around, Joel Forever. Oh. He's I mean, so I had Johnny incredible. Depp above Jimmy
1: Stewart, so I guess I can't judge.
2: <laughs> so, we've seen a little, I've seen a lot with him. Uh The Magnificent 7, not the awful remake. Uh King and I, which is not a musical that I like, but it's got Yul Brynner and there Yul Brynner is amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh 10 Commandments where he plays Ramses and he's pretty great as that. Mm-hmm. Anastasia uh and let's see the Buccaneer that's uh an older movie with him and Charlton Heston the brothers karamazov watched that recently he was he was i mean every single movie he shines he's amazing and he's always got this piercing gaze piercing this, gaze this manly aura it's he's he's just he's a man he's a man's man hmm. and uh Everybody should be like him. But I love huh. you. And I, I don't want you to change at all, Brian. I don't think you need to be like Yul Brenner. Every other man.
1: Shave inspired. the head. Shave the head. <laughs> I don't You're think saying, I've actually seen him on
2: have
0: anything. have to shave your head because you got cancer. Then, mm.
2: No, I don't mind. Um,
0: yeah. All right. I don't think I've actually seen him on anything. Okay. Magnificent
1: Seven's the only thing I've seen him in. Mm. Yeah. No, you haven't seen that? Maybe? No, I haven't seen that. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. I thought we watched that one growing up.
0: Yeah, I think that was one of my went to bed and you yeah. guys watched it. Yeah, it must have been. So
3: Okay. Yeah. I mean, he's good. He's never really uh, stood out to me, but uh, yeah, piercing gaze, yes, definitely.
2: And I love his performance. He has that. Mm. He always, he shines in every role that he, he has. I mean, the way the light gleams off of his <laughs> mm-hmm. Literally mm-hmm. shines. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
3: Yeah, good pick. Good pick.
2: My number one, Yuleburner. Who did you think was Elsa?
3: Sandra, who you're on a first name basis with. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure she was on your list last time. We'll have to check right after this. No, left I
0: left don't right. think you had any actresses oh, okay. on your old list. I think, Interesting. I mean, she made an honorable
1: mention one. or something. Okay. Yeah,
3: okay. yeah I she, thought she was she one of your an honorable favorites. Mention. Okay. All right. So, my number one. Uh, so, technically, I've only seen him in 30 episodes of TV across two different shows. <laughs> and then two movies. Uh one I think I gave uh three and a half stars and one which is probably like a two star movie. Hmm,
0: who could it be? <laughs> but <laughs>
3: and no offense uh to you guys if your favorite actors are uh, you know, uh are, are are very popular. But for me, I feel like I have to go the hipster route and choose someone who's not very well known as my favorite.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like
3: I have to be I have to be different. I have to be unique.
1: I'll go get your beanie and Starbucks.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I have to pick someone Welsh. Yeah, Ioan like Griffith.
4: Yeah, still my number one.
3: <laughs> and uh, I mean, obviously, Horatio Hornblower. Oh yeah, uh, amazing. I mean, uh, just the full range of acting uh, put on by. I forgot how old he was, um, but you know, very young uh, in in that. And uh, then uh, we watched Forever, which not a great show. But I did really like him in it. And then Titanic, he's in the lifeboat for like, uh, you know, Mm -hmm. 60 seconds. And then Fantastic Four, unfortunately, uh, not a great movie. (laughs) (laughs) But I have watched tons of clips of him from movies on YouTube because he's in a (laughs) bunch of movies I'm not interested in seeing. But I do want to see him play Tony Blair. Uh, I do want to see him play Lancelot. So (laughs) 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 I've seen tons of clips of him on YouTube. And uh I
2: never knew this about you. Yeah.
1: I mean anything wow. I, I have never heard the name Johan Gruffett yeah. more than when I married into this family. Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
3: um so I mean he's someone that might be the only person I do this for. I think he's the only actor I do this for. Every, I don't know, like twelve to eighteen months, I'll be like you know, I wonder what Yoan's up to, and I'll go to IMDb and like, oh, okay, he's got a couple things in the works. <laughs> Good job, man. Keep it up. Right. I don't know if I'll see any of those, but, uh, I'm glad you're still finding work. And, uh, maybe, maybe I'll get around to seeing some of more of your stuff at some point. So, yeah, uh. Definitely my favorite actor. There are things of his that I, I do want to watch. Like we have uh, Amazing Grace where he plays uh, William oh, Wilberforce. Oh, I forgot
0: about that. Mm. Um, yeah, I did see that one too. Yeah.
3: He's going to be in The Professor and the Madman. Are you guys familiar with that story? Mm-mm. So based on a true story of a uh, when they're writing, I think it was the Oxford English Dictionary. It was too big of a job. I mean, this is back before computers. So uh, what they need, uh, what they did basically was Uh, They got volunteers to research specific words. And the way that they're setting up the dictionary was every word needed definitions. And then it also needed examples from literature to showcase how that word was used for that definition. Mm -hmm. So you're working for, you know, days just on a single word. Mm -hmm. And then they're trying to make this dictionary obviously be uh, completed. You know, it was going to be, I forgot what it ended up being like 20 volumes or something. And so, what they ended up doing was getting volunteers to sign up for words, and then, uh, you know, they would do it by correspondence. So, they'd send them out a packet of words, and these people would, you know, go to libraries, uh, their own private libraries, or, um, I don't know, I can't remember if they really had access to public libraries much at this point um, in late uh, 19th century England. Um, but, uh, so people, so they're doing that, they're sending them out, and then there people in uh, at the central office in london that are taking these things and collating them and combining them and putting them all into a, a single volume um and so they're they're doing all this work basically uh the crazy thing is one of the guys that did a ton of work for the dictionary uh it turns out the whole time he was in an insane asylum <laughs> <laughs> wow. um and so uh really crazy story a uh, real real life story Don't know if the movie's going to be any good. Uh, I think it's got Sean Penn and Mel Gibson as those Mm. two main guys, like the guy uh, putting the dictionary together and the crazy guy. Mm. Yohan Griffith is going to play some sort of bit part. Maybe he'll be like the guy opening the (laughs) gate or like uh, slipping on the the, uh, straight jacket and locking it with a key. But uh, whatever it is he's doing, I'm there for it. I'm there for you, Yohan. I know you're going to do great. Yeah, You're my favorite. I
0: don't, I don't know if the directors. I'm like, hey guys, have you seen Horatio Hornblower? He's amazing in that.
3: I know, man. If okay, so someday we might do a list. If I won the lottery, what would I do? I would make more Horatio Hornblower <laughs> and cast you on Griffith.
0: How did you like those movies, Melissa? How did you like him in those movies? Oh,
2: they're amazing. Mm. Yeah, he's terrific in that. Have you seen
1: it, Josh? I saw one episode a while back. Yeah, you saw the
0: first one. The pilot
1: episode. So I really, I haven't seen enough of it yet, but honestly, from as as much as you guys sing its (laughs) phrases, I apparently need to uh, before my time runs out. I'm not
3: saying he's the best actor. I'm saying he's my favorite. Okay. And I think he is a very good actor. Yes. I wish he had a little bit more Hollywood success,
1: but... Hey, hey, Such that just life. means that he's free to come in as a guest star someday. That's right. <laughs> exactly. So
0: if you're out there and listening. <laughs>
3: exactly. You want open invitation anytime you want to <laughs> appear. So uh, in fact, um, you know, if if we need to make room for you, I'm sure <laughs> Melissa has she is very busy with lots of stuff. We're having another baby very soon. If you want to just do a podcast with me, let me know.
4: <laughs> I would be
2: fine with that. <laughs> <laughs>
4: As offensive uh,
2: as that could be, <laughs> I would be fine with that because you'd be, uh, I mean, that's one of my husband's dreams. so <laughs> oh, so,
3: oh, oh, okay. Last thing, and then we can we can continue with your guys. Um, are you guys familiar with six degrees of separation? Have you nope. heard that theory? Okay, it's a theory that everyone on Earth is connected to everyone else by six oh, social connections. Yes, I know. Yeah, yep. so like, I, I have an uncle who has a friend Gotcha. Who was in a movie with so and so, and so everyone on earth by six. So, uh, just as, as a, as an exercise, uh, so there's four different ways that I'm connected to Johan Griffith. Uh, two of them by five degrees, two of them by four degrees. Oh, <laughs> wow. Um, I want to hear this. Yeah, I'll, I'll, uh, well, sure, I'll just tell you all of them. Okay, so, uh, five degrees. So I had a coworker named Brian. His girlfriend worked as a, uh, like a personal assistant at co- conventions for mm-hmm. Ron Perlman uh, for okay. a little while, uh, who appeared in uh, Bread. Uh, let's see. Yeah, appeared in Bread and Roses with Miguel Angel Varela Fimbres, who was in Titanic with Yoan Griffith.
4: <laughs>
3: uh, let's see. Also, uh, you know the uh, sci fi Christian podcast that we yes. listen to? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So uh, those guys uh, po- that we're podcast friends with. Our podcast friends with uh, a guy named Brady Harden. Uh, he appeared on one of their podcasts way back. He was in a TV show uh, or a TV movie, maybe, called Logan with a guy named Leo Howard, uh, who was in a movie called Shorts with Jonathan Breck, who was in W with Yohan Griffith. <laughs> All right. Now, Four Degrees. Uh, same guys. Uh, Matt Anderson, Ben DeBono. Uh, uh, podcast friends with guy Dr. Jace O'Neill, who was in Sudden Death with Doug Jones, who is in Rise of the Silver Surfer with Johan wow. Griffin. <laughs> and then last one, uh, I have a co-worker named Mike. His uncle is uh, Chris Grandland, who produces documentaries. He's actually won a BAFTA award. Oh, so, wow. Uh, pretty cool. Uh, he produced a documentary called Isaac Newton, The Last Magician, uh, which uh, starred Jonathan Hyde, who was also in Titanic with Johan Griffin. Oh,
4: wow. So, uh, That's so awesome. <laughs> Yeah, yeah,
1: it's great. Um, As you can tell, we're going to have a new Johan Griffith t shirt merchandise line coming up soon.
0: Yes. And it'll show all the connections to you. You'll be at the bottom. Six six degrees from Johan
4: Griffith.
2: Wow, that is so awesome.
0: (laughs)
3: Yeah, yeah. Oh, also, Ron Perlman was in Pottersville with Ian McShane, who was in Man and Boy with Johan Griffith. So, I mean, I've just. You're practically
0: family. Exactly.
3: So, Johan, give me a call. I know you're listening. Uh, Anyway. That's my number one. I'm and done. If, and if he's not
1: one of your four degree connections, could pick him up.
3: <laughs> exactly, exactly. So my number one, Johan Griffith. Megan.
0: Wow, how do I follow that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, my number one. Back in the old days again, finishing up in the old days. This mm-hmm. is uh, another actress, um, probably the feistiest. Feist plays feisty characters, kind of clumsy. I'm so glad she was on your list, Brian. Judy what? Garland. Oh, yeah. Know? Oh, man. Yeah. I did not know that. I, Yeah, I knew she was going to be on this list. I just didn't know where. I didn't but know I, th- yeah. I
1: thought for sure she was going to be on your list. I had no clue she'd be at
0: your list. Yeah, yeah. I, oh, man, I really, really like her. So um, just a couple of things that she's been in. You mentioned a couple um, in The Good Old Summertime meet me in st louis um also harvey girls i don't think you mentioned that one mm-hmm. um so those are uh those are a couple more um yeah i just really like her because um she's a lot of times she's kind of i don't know like a clumsy kind of character or she doesn't have like, for instance, in a Harvey girl, she's trying to be this, like, strong person and stand up to the. There's a saloon on the other side of the street, and so they're trying to, um, basically civilize the town and the. and try to. The saloon girls are doing the opposite, and so they're trying to, um,. Basically civilize the guys in the town. But anyway, there's one scene where they steal the meat from their restaurant. And so Judy Carlin is going to go over (laughs) and get the meat back. So she grabs some guns out of this guy's holster and she's like walking over and she's like you know got this like set face uh and she's like walking over and then all of a sudden she just is like looks at the guns and like drops them she's like oh and then she reaches down picks them up like all kind of awkward Mm. and stuff and then she like sets her guns and starts walking uh, into the saloon and um she's just like this small person and mm. it's funny but she's so like feisty and you know um uh, trying to make everybody listen to her and stuff so um and whenever she she gets into an argument with someone she's always like you know going off at of them she's going really fast and getting loud and she's really uh, she gets really heated and stuff i don't really know how to describe her other than that but she's uh i just love her Um, feisty characters like that. Um, I don't necessarily like her singing voice as much. Hmm. Um, I know a lot of people do, and I don't Mm -hmm. mind. Like, um, I'm fine with her in musicals, and I don't mind her singing voice. Uh, and listening to her songs. Um, but I wouldn't say that's what I like about her. She's not. Uh, I think I guess her voice fits with the song she sings, but that's not what I like most about her. That's not my favorite thing. Hmm. Uh, not my favorite voice. I've definitely picked Julie Andrews' voice over hers. Okay. Um. But yeah, um I just love the character she plays and um I don't really know how to describe it, but I don't know every movie she's in kind of makes me feel homey, I like to call it. Like it hmm. just it's just I don't know, she just seems like someone that I'd be pretty good friends with. <laughs> like she's just yeah. really um she's really realistic. Yeah, she's really energetic and she just Seems kind of crazy. She just seems kind of crazy, and I—I um, I don't know. I'm trying to describe her, but somebody help me out.
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just yeah.
0: really expressive, and um, I don't mm-hmm. know. It, I—I I just, I'm not even gonna try it. Yeah. <laughs>
3: haven't even mentioned uh we haven't neither of us mentioned Wizard of Oz even oh one of the biggest movies the yeah time. I guess
0: that's because it's not <laughs> oh, that my thing fa- yeah I've <laughs> seen a couple too of her with like Mickey Rooney where she's a little okay. bit younger but I really like the ones more when that's kind of when she was in her uh younger phase she I know she got famous a little bit when she was when she was a little younger mm-hmm. um I don't enjoy those ones as much they're not as I don't know, they're like shorter movies. They're kind of more like B movies, I guess. Mm. Um, so I definitely more enjoyed them when she got a little bit older and got more into the uh, adult roles, I guess. Mm. Um, but yeah, she's a leading lady. Really love her. Um, how she does the characters, just really realistic and um, just really fun to watch. And um, I don't know, I just really uh, relate to her, I guess. So mm. I really like her. So Nice.
1: Wow. Awesome.
0: So that's my number one, Judy Garland.
1: All right, uh, my number one is honestly an actor that that I think kind of was an inspiration to me as a performer. Um, hmm. When I when I look at him, I think that is pretty much exactly the type of performer I wish I could be. Um, he fit all three criteria 100%. Personality, contagious, fantastic, creativity endless, like unlimited source of creative energy. And then sensitivity, he's able to play bust-a-gut laughing comedy and tear-jerking, like sensitive emotional parts. Hmm. And fortunately, this one has passed away. Um Recently, hmm. my number one, Robin Williams. Oh, wow. I, I, yes. Yeah, by he, I knew he had far, honest. in my opinion, no one comes close. And that's my opinion. Obviously, you guys have different entries, so mm-hmm. clearly you disagree, but... Mm-hmm. Um, but in my opinion, Robin Williams, I mean, he's known, obviously, for his stand-up and for his really high-energy comedy like Mrs. Doubtfire, uh, The Genie from Aladdin, uh, Flubber, Night of the Museum when he's Teddy Roosevelt, <laughs> that random thing. Um, Robots was another one that like really awful DreamWorks.
0: <laughs> oh, and um, Hook, too, right? Hook,
1: yeah, that's another one where he plays Peter Pan all grown up. That's another uh, fantastic one. Um, but then he's got things like Goodwill Hunting, Dead Poet Society, um, and August Rush. It's kind of a random one, hmm. but if you haven't seen August Rush before, it's a modern day twist on, on the story of Oliver Twist. Um, so, this kid who's a prodigy in music um, leaves his home and tries to get started as a musician in New York City. And he runs into kind of, you know, these orphan kids who are street performers, and their boss, the the Fagin-type character, is Robin Williams. Mm. And, again, like, kind of a manipulative, uh, you know, greedy kind of person, and, uh, yeah, definitely does a great job with that. Um dead poet society i kind of tentatively recommend that one um it's got some stuff in it but other than that that is one of in my opinion some of his best serious acting Hmm. where he he takes it down a notch and he's not as over the top and everything he's very very sensitive and wants to truly connect with these boys and give them a love for literature and, and the arts and everything and he does a great job with that he's still enthusiastic but he's got a much, um, a much less comical energy and a more just really falling in love with the character and saying, you know, this is really important. I want you to learn this. And maybe it's because I'm a teacher, uh, but I guess I can kind of relate to his character in Dead Poets Society where you find those students that, you know, like performing or literature or something. When they share a common interest with you, you immediately want to lock on and say, you know, I want you to be the best that you can be. And he's a very inspirational character in, in that one. So, Uh, In my opinion, nobody's as creative as him when it comes to improv. Um, I mean, most people know at this point, but most of the stuff that you see as the genie in Aladdin was literally just... They set Robin Williams up in a recording booth. They said, just start reading the script. He just starts spouting everything. Every single possible impression. Every (laughs) single possible joke he could think of. And they just basically picked what they wanted and animated around it. He's just a constant fuel for that character. And that's why... I mean, even nowadays, we still look at that character and go, "Yeah, that's just classic Robin Williams." When mm-hmm. I think Melissa said it really early in this podcast, when you look at a character and you can't think of anyone else to play that,
4: mm-hmm.
1: I feel like Robin Williams kind of owns a few of those characters himself. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, I've I've always loved him. I've always thought that he's you know a very you know outgoing, optimist, positive type person. Very creative, shows not only really hilarious improv comedy, but also, um, in some of his more serious movies, he shows a lot of that sensitivity. So based on the criteria that I chose for this Mm -hmm. list, he was, in my opinion, the clear choice for number Hmm. one.
0: Yeah. I haven't really seen much of him until we got married. And then I've started, I haven't, I still haven't seen a lot of him, but the Mm -hmm. things I've seen in so far, I can see why. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I've, I've enjoyed. Mrs. Doubtfire is another so one where
1: he's yeah. like really, really funny, but then like near, he always does a great job of taking comedy and then turning it yeah. into kind of a, a sweeter or softer ending if he mm-hmm. wants to.
4: Yeah.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I don't think so. If it was, if I was making a list of best actors I've seen, I think he might be on the list. Yeah. Um, and like you're saying, Genie, I think that his Genie is maybe my favorite or I think probably the best um like voice performance that I've heard oh yeah um I don't think he. for me he's not as funny as someone like a Steve Martin okay. um mm-hmm. but yeah. uh yeah that's a good choice mm-hmm. yeah he's he a very good actor and I do like his uh I think his serious stuff shows does show how good an actor he is mm-hmm.
2: uh I don't have too much to add except that I think his Aladdin uh or his genie in Aladdin especially where he's singing uh i never had a friend like me. I think that's the best sing-speak that
1: mm-hmm. I've ever heard. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. It, yeah. And I think Very if... Talented. um you, you should look up on YouTube. There's a few videos of backstage him doing a lot of the recording for the genie. Nice. And it's hilarious because... Oh, just going because, off. Oh, my goodness. There's, there's about 20 other bits that could have been animated that they just cut because they're like, you need to slow down. Like, we're not going to use all this material. <laughs>
4: yeah.
1: Um, like, I mean, I think in that... In the scene where Aladdin fights Jafar as the big snake... He had a whole back and forth one man commentary, like a uh, boxing match. Like he had two different voices and they were commenting just like a sporting event going <laughs> back and forth and being like, yeah, I think Aladdin's at about 120 pounds, Snake about 300 tons. Uh, Snake's got a huge advantage with <laughs> length and weight and Aladdin's just getting, oh, he got a good jab in there. Like he has like a whole one minute commentary back and yeah. forth on this. that That's they just amazing. That he just yeah, had that ready so to go. Yeah, so talented. <laughs> yep. Really impressive.
0: Yeah, I'm really glad you put on on your list, babe. Nice.
1: Yeah, so love him to death. My number one, Robin Williams. <laughs> Two cool. good choice. My number one, <laughs> Robin Williams. <laughs> there, there.
3: <laughs> Oops. <laughs> Wait, what happened?
4: He said,
2: love "I said, him love to him to death."
1: death. <laughs> <laughs> Rest in peace, Robin. I think he would have liked that one.
4: <laughs> I am sure he would have.
1: I am
3: sorry. I mean, I'll gotta go at some point,
1: kiddo. <sighs> mm. um, My number one, Robin Williams. All right, nice.
3: Okay, uh, let's look real quick. Uh, well, let's do real quick, real quick honorable mentions. Melissa, do you have any? No. All right. While you're getting yours, I'll give mine real quick. Uh, Ian McKellen, uh, mm. Alan Rickman, we mentioned Hugh yeah. Laurie, I like a lot. Uh, Steve Carell, mm-hmm. is very funny. Oh, yeah. uh, Hugh Jackman, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think he's great. Um, Nathan Fillion.
1: Oh, all right. Firefly. I like
3: a lot. Yep. Uh, Jim Caviezel. Okay uh tim curry
1: oh yes, <laughs> yes. yes. He's,
4: he's my
3: a, honorable mention too someone mm-hmm. that always i get excited when i see him in something yep. yeah uh tom hanks <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> made my honorable mentions show some love uh, andy griffith yeah uh, i still really like uh brian cranston oh, but i've yes. not really seen him in too much but uh, uh very good actor phenomenal actor. uh michael emerson i uh, love that melissa put him on her list and uh, Rowan Atkinson, mm, I also okay. think, is very funny. There you go. All
2: right. Uh, most of mine have already been mentioned. Yohan Griffith, Robert Downey Jr., Sandra Bullock, yep. Ian McKellen. Ryan Gosling okay. has become yeah. a recent favorite, and I'm definitely interested to see more of what he's done.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
2: especially after watching Blade Runner 2049. Okay. He's very good in that. Yeah. performance that.
1: I, I think, haven't seen enough of him, but I want to.
3: Yeah, I think he might. He's one of the most underrated yeah. actors. I think. I think he's. Uh, a lot of people just think of him as just uh, the notebook guy. Yeah, oh, yeah, was. just the yeah, yeah, just the young, handsome. Uh, you know, not a very good actor, but I think he he actually does have some pretty good depth. Yep.
2: Yeah. yeah, well, he was good in La La Land too. Oh,
3: okay. He was. He was. Megan, honorable mentions.
0: Um. So a lot of them you guys already mentioned. A couple more. Um, Guy Williams, <laughs> uh, couldn't help it, uh, played Zorro. Uh, Robert Fuller, uh, he's from some Westerns. I don't know if you guys recognize him. Um, Gene Kelly, I uh-huh. really like some of his movies. Uh, yeah. Harrison Ford, Hattie McDaniels, uh, she played Mm-mm. Mammy from Gone with the Wind. <laughs> I've seen her on a couple of
4: things I just, okay. love. I just love. her.
0: Um, Debbie Reynolds, uh, Leon Ames, he's the dad on Meet Me in St. Louis. I've seen him in a couple of things, I so really like him. Hmm. Um, Tom Hardy- Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, James Garner, mm-hmm. <clears throat> Marjorie Maine. Um she's the cook on Meet Me in St. Louis. <laughs> she, I've seen her in other things too, I'm just trying to think uh, of what you'd see yeah, her in. Yes. Um, Frank Sinatra, I kind of enjoy him. Mm. Patrick Warburton, Warbur- I've enjoyed him yes. in a couple yes. of things. Yeah. And uh, Ronald Reagan. Okay.
1: Nice. Going, mm.
0: going uh, yeah, I just, presidential, honestly. Yeah.
1: Right? <laughs> okay, my honorable mentions uh, Tim Curry, obviously. Yes. Nice. He yep. has a blast yep, with everything he does. <laughs> Gene Kelly was another one of my <laughs> favorites. Uh, Sir Patrick Stewart. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Carrie Fisher, honestly. Okay, I oh, really okay. Uh, liked her a lot. Star Wars, again. Um, hmm. Just, yeah, overall great. Mark Hamill, another Star Wars person that Uh, I love. And, of course, fantastic voice actor as well. Mm -hmm. Um, Samuel L. (laughs) Jackson. Okay. I love him. (laughs) Avengers, and even in Star Wars, with his deadpan Mace Windu expression. (laughs) Um, And then uh, Jim Carrey as the Grinch. My guilty pleasure as well. I know (laughs) I just knocked it in my top ten, but, yeah, (laughs) he's still great. And nice. then um, last one is uh, David Tomlinson, Mr. Banks Oh, yes, in, uh, I, I had him
0: too, yeah. He is him.
1: responsible for my favorite moment in cinema ever, which is when Mr. Banks walks to the bank to get uh, hmm. stripped of his rank. It's my yeah. favorite moment in cinema. Uh-huh. So oh, wow. Yeah, he had to go on there. That's the only thing I've seen him in, but that scene Have you seen is... Bedknot okay. and
0: Broomstick? Oh, yeah, I've seen him yeah, that too. Not... Yeah, I mean, that's been that forever count ago. But... <laughs> Good. Yeah. All right, but yeah, yeah.
1: David Tomlinson.
3: Nice. All right. And then uh, since this is a revisited, let's look real quick at our list from last time. Uh, so we'll do uh, Melissa's first. So Charlton Heston, not on your list this time, Melissa.
2: Yeah, I ended up, uh, I did look at my list from last time and I uh, I still like all those actors that are on my list from the previous time. But I tried to, if I had Crossover, it was going to be just the ones that I'm still really interested in looking up movies that they're in.
3: Okay. Here are the other ones that dropped off your list. William Shatner. I forgot he was on <laughs> your list. <laughs> uh, Robert Downey Jr. Was he honorable mention now? Yeah. Uh, Alan Rickman. Was he still yes, on your he list? He was on still list. Okay. I couldn't remember if that was just uh, uh, whose list that was on. Dean Jones is off. I guess you haven't seen any Dean Jones movies in the last few years. Yeah. And Benedict Cumberbatch,
4: Aww,
0: also
3: Benny. haven't really seen too much of him. Harrison Ford,
2: it's been a while. Just since dropped seen off. Him, but I'm, I'm glad that I'm glad that you mentioned. I him, got so you.
3: Gosh. I got there him. you. Go. Dropped off my list. Alan Rickman uh, was on there last time. Mm-hmm. Do still like him a lot. Hugh Laurie still like him a lot. Yes. Uh, Anne Hathaway dropped off. I don't think I've seen anything from uh, of hers since yeah. we did this list last. Um, but I do still like her. i will have to watch some more. Um I don't know. I don't have anything in mind, um, but I would watch more of her movies. William Shatner. So he was, he's probably the best example of someone that, like, I still love when like, when he shows up on Psych. I'm like, yes, the William Shatner episode. There you go. So I still like him a lot, but it's not like, you know, in high school or maybe 10 years ago where I would have gone and watched a movie just because he was in it. Gotcha. Uh, Tom Hanks obviously dropped off barely. Mm-hmm. Michael Landon, uh, I like him, and I think he is a very good actor, um, and for the roles that he did, he was perfect, um, but just not necessarily my favorite anymore, Mm -hmm. um, and then Andy Griffith, probably the same about, about the same thing, I think he was a very good actor, he mostly did comedy, but the few times where you saw him not, um, Mm -hmm. I thought had good depth, but, uh, yeah, has dropped off, I, I haven't really watched him recently, so maybe, maybe that's part of why, um, so, yeah, uh quite a few quite a few changes from the lists and i think it was wor- well worth revisiting mm-hmm. so before we wrap this up quick game i know it's late i know we've been podcasting for t- over 2 hours but Whoa. quick game mm-hmm. we're going to play and this is you guys are going to guess who the most popular actors are and we're going to do this not by any polls or anything online these are the top 10 bankable stars as of last year, these are the stars that their movies have grossed the most in the box office. Okay. Uh, so it's I believe it's not adjusted for inflation. So it's going to be uh, recent actors and actresses. And I think that's the only hint I'm going to give you. So what I'm okay. going to do is there's 10. We've got the top 10. This is as of last year. Okay. And so, I'm going to have you each guess one, and we'll just go around the table until you've had 10 guesses, and then I'll just tell you which ones you did not get. Okay. So, Megan, uh, you take the first guess.
0: Robert Downey Jr.
3: That is a great guess. He is... Oh, but he is not on the list. Wow, really? So, I'm not sure how they were counting, because obviously the Marvel movies make a ton of money. Mm -hmm. That would
1: have been Infinity War, too.
3: Right. So, this is from last year, so that does cut out a few things.
4: Mm -hmm. Um, Hmm... I don't know why he's not in there. I,
3: I do really think he probably me. should have been, and I don't see anybody else from Marvel movies, So maybe maybe they counted somehow differently. I don't know. Huh. I'm as surprised as you are. Yeah. All right, Josh.
1: Oh, that was actually going to be my guess. Uh, <laughs> let me see. Let's try. Um...
3: Oh, this counts any movie, even voice roles, oh,
0: live action. I'm trying to think of what movies it's coming. You know what?
3: Let's... Um, oh, oh, and it's. Average, sorry, I said it was total gross. It's average gross. Average. So the average that they grossed, so the odds are, you know, that you cast them in your movie, you're going to make whatever. Almost oh, okay. all of them are at over $100 million except okay. for the, the last two. So maybe he had been in a bunch of, maybe he's been in some independent stuff or some other things that didn't make okay. a lot, maybe earlier in his career. Maybe. Who
1: okay. knows? Um, Len, I'll go ahead and say... Go out in left field here. Christian Bale. <laughs>
3: not on the list. Didn't think so. Melissa.
2: Well, I'm having a hard time thinking of what's been really popular in recent years. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's coming to mind is uh John Krasinski from A Quiet Place. I'm pretty sure that did pretty well.
3: It did. Okay, so this is not movies just from the last year, it is from like their lifetime movies.
0: Up until that point. And
3: the average money it's made, excuse me, yeah, up to 2018. Okay. So yes, John Krasinski is hot right now, but uh, no, not on the
0: list. So no other Marvel people, like no Chris Hemsworth or Benedict Cumberbatch?
3: No. Well, there is a person, there's some Marvel, there's a Marvel person. Okay, I'm going to But see. not one you're ever going to guess.
0: Oh. So. <laughs> Paul Rudd. <laughs> um, Not
3: Paul Rudd. What's your real
4: guess?
0: Like three. I know.
3: <laughs> you can pass if you want. Well, let's keep this uh we'll yeah, keep this a quick I'll, game. I'll pass so I can All think of something. Yeah, I think of someone
1: then. Gotta try and guess that, that Marvel one. Um, <laughs> Tilda Swinton. <laughs> no. <laughs> nope.
3: I have no idea.
0: Um Okay. Michael Caine?
3: No.
1: Um what about uh what about an old person like uh, Jim Carrey? Uh no. <laughs> uh,
0: <laughs> look, I'm
1: trying one. Uh, okay, okay, let me
0: guess one more at least. Okay. Hugh okay. Jackman?
3: Yes. Oh, yes. Aha. yes, number five. Okay, uh, mostly recent leading role, greatest showman. Yeah, highest yeah. grossing movie was Logan. Okay, yeah, and yeah. His average movie grosses 110 million. Oh so. wow! All right,
1: so. I, let me let me take another shot. Let's okay. let's get uh, let's get Jackman's Les Mis buddy, Russell Crowe.
3: No Russell Crowe, mm. bummer. Nope.
0: Yeah,
1: uh, some people happy. that
3: were on the list tonight, though. And- oh. Sandra Bullock's number oh, ten. Leonardo DiCaprio. Leonardo, yeah. Leo yeah. is number Johnny
0: two. Depp. Oh, number two.
3: Uh no Johnny Depp. Hmm. Guess he must have had some not as profitable movies.
0: <laughs> oh, Tom
1: Hanks.
3: Tom Hanks, yes. Yeah. Definitely.
1: Yeah.
3: All the way up at number three.
0: Oh wow. Yeah. Man, who's number? Yeah. Was it a guy?
3: Yeah. When you hear who it is, you'll be oh oh yeah, of course. Samuel Jackson. Nope. All right. Let's let's just give you the list. Okay. All right. Number 10, Sondra Bullock. Number nine, Adam Sandler.
0: What? Oh, he's horrible. So
3: his highest grossing movie, Hotel Transylvania I, 2.
0: Oh. <laughs> oh. oh, I hate Very him.
3: popular movies. Uh. Um, 28 lifetime lead roles. So,
0: uh.
3: Uh, Steve Carell, number
0: good.
4: eight. Oh, wait, oh
0: yeah.
3: Um, hmm. Yeah. And this is, I mean, Despicable Me. Yeah. Made a ton of money. Oh. Okay. And Despicable Me too.
0: I forgot about animated stuff.
3: Number seven, come on, guys. Tom Cruise.
0: Oh, oh duh. Of course. Yeah. of
3: course. 33 lifetime lead roles. Um, Yeah, highest grossing movie though. Top Gun, (laughs) War of the Worlds.
0: (laughs) What? I know. What on earth? I I know. I was thinking Mission Impossible. Number six.
3: This one really surprises me. Um, Bradley Cooper.
0: Oh yeah, he's been hot recently. So American Sniper was. Yes, American Sniper. Sniper, yeah.
3: His biggest. Number five, Hugh Jackman. Number four, Daniel Craig. Okay, James James Bond Bond, makes a ton of money. Yep. Uh, number three, Tom Hanks, highest-grossing movie. Any guesses? Green Mile. Nope.
1: Castleville. Nope. Oh, Toy Story.
3: Which one? Two. Nope. Ooh.
1: Three. Three. Yeah, okay. Toy Story
3: three. Thirty-six lead lifetime lead wow. roles. Wow. So go. to have thirty-six movies averaged together, yeah, and to that's be good. yeah number three, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. Way to go, Tom. Yeah. Number two, Leo, highest-grossing movie, obviously okay. Titanic. Yep. And then number one, Will Smith.
1: Oh, of oh, course. Yeah. Okay, uh, I haven't actually seen much of. Yeah, this. twenty lead roles. Yep. Uh, Highest grossing am, movie though. I am Legend.
3: No, not adjusted for inflation. So we're getting Suicide Squad as his oh, most <laughs> biggest movie by. Oh, well. by money. So sorry,
1: so. you've been in mm-hmm. so many better movies. <laughs>
3: <laughs> so uh, oh, wow. yeah, if the people were polled, those might not be their ten favorites. But hmm. yeah. they vote with their uh, pocketbooks. Those are the mm. ten huh. most bankable. So. Oh. I thought I thought that was kind of an interesting one Yeah, that's really interesting. So, all right, well, we've been podcasting way too long, so time to wrap it up. Megan, Josh, uh, we've been talking about doing this list for a long time, <laughs> ever since Josh made fun of my list <laughs> for the first time. I think we've been talking about having <laughs> yeah. you guys on. So glad that we could come yeah, and do this. Thanks so much
0: for having us on. Yeah.
3: <laughs> and uh, uh, we'll have to do it again sometime. Yeah, definitely. So, Melissa, any closing thoughts? No, I'm good. All right, well then. Until next time, I'm Brian Kozer.
0: I'm Melissa Kozer. I'm Megan Hutt.
3: And I'm Josh Hunn. And you've been listening to 10 to 1. All right, let's do it again. Who's going to play you in a movie if you're casting someone from any point in time? Uh, play And then we're going to do least favorite actor. So I'll go first. Uh, we'll do Gonna Play Me. I picked someone different this time. And I'm going to go with Will Arnett this time. Are you, have oh, you guys seen Will Arnett in yeah. anything? Uh, yeah. This is uh, Job Bluth on Arrested Development.
0: Lego
1: I,
4: Batman. Um, Lego I don't Batman. I
3: have seen him on, but I've seen him <laughs> on. <laughs> um, yes. Darkness. I could definitely see him. Um, you know, He's
0: also like, on a series, unfortunately.
3: Yes, he now. is. Oh, yeah. ah, okay. Yeah. Okay. So, Yes. Can you guys see it? Yes. Yeah, can see I can see play? it. Okay, yeah. cool, cool. All right, uh, Megan, who'd you pick?
0: I picked Judy Garland. Aww, just because, like I said, course. she's just... I feel like she red like hair, be right? my... Yeah, yeah, I feel like she could play the weird side of me very well. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of clumsy <Clint-y>, like her.
1: <laughs> I can see that. She's got some of that quirkiness. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> um, for me... It's it's I promise you it's not why you think it is. Uh, oh no. Chris Hemsworth. <laughs> and not, I like it cuz like I'm it.
0: big and, b- yeah, <laughs> and cool not at all
1: but because I think I he just kind of has that like
0: fun side of him.
1: Yeah, it could just be kind of goofy but not like in an over the top goofy way but just like just kind of there. <laughs> yeah, I know what you're saying. You know, mm-hmm. I can actually see. That. I can absolutely see yeah, that. I the main reason I did that is because my freshman year, uh, my nickname was Hemsworth because nice. I just kind of was really, really loud, and I was a theater <laughs> major. I was dramatic, uh-huh. so I was kind of like always cast as the Thor type character, like just the big, tall guy that just runs his mouth all the time. <laughs> I can see it. I like it.
0: It's good.
2: Alright, and if I could pick someone to play me, it would be Julie Andrews, because I can sing, but, I mean, she'd do so much better of a job with (laughs) her amazing voice, and then, uh, like, I I feel like she'd capture my personality and then just do it so much better. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Spunky, cheerful, optimistic, things go wrong, and yet, she's still gonna get back up on her feet and Mm. and make Mm. things work, Mm -hmm. and, uh, that would, I would love her to play.
3: Nice. Yeah, I think that's a great choice. All right. Uh, and then least favorite actors. I'm i for this. <laughs> uh, I just don't think Adam Sandler is very funny. Oh, no. I and He's terrible. Just, like, I've never worst. seen him in a serious one. So sh- I think he has one or two, but mostly this kind of juvenile humor kind of things. And yeah, just yep. not for me. Sorry, Adam. Yeah.
0: All
3: right, Megan. What about you?
0: Um. Well, I, I knew what Josh was going to put. So it's instead right. of instead of mentioning him... Okay. I'll let you say him, and I picked someone else. That's even worse than that, and it's uh, John Malkovich. Aww. I he's <laughs> on in the Iron Man. You Mass, don't and-
1: like his own uh, no.
0: And on- okay, Aragon was a bad movie, but he was. They picked him for Galbatorix? What were they thinking? He's so bad. So he is the worst. Oh, oh,
3: Megan, there's a movie for you. Oh, no. Have you ever heard of being John Malkovich? No. <laughs> no. Okay, so it's no. a movie where John Malkovich plays John Malkovich. No. And there are people that get inside his head and <gasps> run around controlling him. What? Um, there's a famous scene where- uh, it's one of those things where, like, he's playing, like, all these multiple characters. So, like, you know, all in one scene. Of course, it's, like, uh CGI to get him all in the scene. So, it's like, uh... <laughs> him with a wig as a woman and then he's also oh, like the waiter it's in a restaurant and then he's another guy oh, over at the no. other table like everybody's John Malkovich are you kidding and, me and at that point they're all just saying Malkovich that's so like Malkovich 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 oh, <laughs> my it, it would be the We're best, totally oh, best. you've got to watch
1: it so I've never seen it but since Megan hates oh,
0: it man. you've
1: got to see it Ugh. all right my least favorite actor I have a burning passion for this man. I agree. Oh, you have a burning passion for him? Burning passion of (laughs) hatred. Oh, (laughs) hatred. (laughs) Sorry. Uh... Matthew Broderick. <laughs> he is. How can you hate agree. someone so uh, milk toast? <laughs> music, milk music, toast. man. Milk,
0: he wishes one day <laughs> to
1: taste like milk toast. Like, seriously, milk toast is like a five course meal of buffalo wings of flavor compared to him. Like uh,
0: he's awful. Have you guys seen Music Man with him?
3: I've seen clips. Yeah, it,
0: he's. It,
1: <laughs> Oh, yeah, like, yeah, I'm sorry. Like, as as someone who has who has like worked with other people in theater and stuff to actually like give a good performance, I've never seen someone not try so yeah, hard. Yeah, I
0: just don't know why they saw Robert Preston and then thought, hmm, yeah, Matthew Broderick should play
1: this. Character. He was Simba and Lion King. That's good enough,
0: right?
1: <laughs> sorry, sorry, Matt. Uh, work harder.
3: Nice. Before Melissa goes, I just have to say, if you type Malkovich into YouTube, the first <laughs> result is. John Malkovich hates the sound of his own voice. <laughs> so uh, there you go.
0: I will be YouTube browsing And then today. the second
3: clip <laughs> is the uh, Malkovich Malkovich, which we will watch right after okay. this.
0: <clears throat> you might have to link to that. <laughs> I will. Well, my
2: least favorite actor is Kevin Klein. His <laughs> role in the live-action *Beauty* st- a movie I absolutely hated. <laughs> Wait, what did he play Wait, in who, who, who he was played- he?
4: Maurice, oh,
1: yeah.
2: Absolute awful acting. I had seen one other movie uh, that he was in. It was the Pink Panther from uh, 2006 where he plays Chief Inspector Dreyfus. He's, I mean, I guess he's okay in that, but I instantly hate him now. It's not even a, a good uh, Pink Panther movie. Mm-hmm. And, oh, yeah. man, he's just absolutely awful. Yeah. N- horrible acting in Beauty and the Beast. Yep.
4: And that's
2: saying something.
3: Mm-hmm. But, he, but he's in that movie Dave that you want to watch. Oh, that movie. <laughs> Can you
0: imagine a movie with all four of those actors in the same thing?
1: Oh, so there probably is. John Malkovich, Matthew Broderick, Adam, Adam Sandler, Sandler Kevin, Kevin Klein. Klein. Ew, gross. <laughs> wow. I feel like it would actually make money just because people would want to see what a memorable car wreck it would be. <laughs>